Listen to this while driving or when full alertness is needed. The rest of Holmberg's morning sickness. This is the Big Red Radio. That thing was cool. Some of the Christmas decorations are getting cool. I got some neat stuff. I prefer a very simple look. People that always go overboard. That inflatable thing, some of those folks that get that going. we got two houses that have at least 27 inflatables. It is just a nightmare. NASCAR, Santa. See, and that's what I don't get. Oh, man. I don't get, like, different themes in a helicopter. What does that have to do with, like, Christmas? That's what I want to Like, what is the helicopter? Because I've seen that one. Yeah. And there's a penguin flying it. Right? Yeah. There's a biplane. I mean, they've got... It is 27 different ones, but there is a NASCAR And also, uh, penguins have nothing to do with Christmas. Other than they're just the, the wintertime. No, they're, they're on really the South not. Pole. There are right. none on the North Pole. I don't understand how penguins go. Well, you can stuff. put a penguin anywhere. You know? Can you? Yeah. I don't think yeah, they live true, in warm right? weather. They no? live cold. I don't think if I was ever on the bike trail and I saw a penguin in July. They've migrated. I would assume it's dying. <laughs> it's soon, too. Hey, hey Brett, we're going to stop the bikes for a sec. Look at that. There's a... Uh, one of them penguins over there sitting in the desert penguins. Oh, he's what's he asking for? A water and a trip home. I don't think they can live anywhere. And if you're like, yeah, there's African penguins. Okay. I don't know what that's we racist. Go. That was what you yeah, just said well, was awful. Warm weather. Where? In Africa. Yeah, I understand that. But where in Africa? It's a continent. That's like saying in North um, America. Aren't they in the colder regions down on the southern side? If there's African penguins, they're not walking the desert. Weather. Like Janny didn't wander the Sudan and eat penguin meat. Stumbled upon a penguin. Yeah. <laughs> so your claim that they can live anywhere is Kicking not true. Kicking a honey badger out of the... <laughs> Over there next to the penguin and lion. <laughs> yeah, we're at the zoo. You're not at a... This isn't a country. I think that's a bold claim that they can live anywhere. Sure, they have them in Africa. But in climates Look, they that only penguins can live the in. cold weather. <laughs> that's right. He might have a Shady's confused again. <laughs> right. He's confused in Shady's again. Folks. Don't take Brady's. In. He spends a lot of time at the zoo, and to say something as stupid as penguins can live anywhere, proof he's not really paying attention when Christy talks. Penguins can live anywhere? Uh, no. Well, where did you get that? I don't know. But I'm going with it. I'd like to see that. Put one in your backyard and prove your theory, because I guarantee you're going to have a little roasted chicken back there in a day. There you go. There you R- go, Brady. Red where, is the range. That's where penguins live. In the very southern tip of Africa. They got them in Australia. They got them in the southern side of Australia. And then yeah, I mean, they, mostly Antarctica. Oh, that's my break. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> now take it back. Take back what you said. That stupid comment. No, there's some warm weather penguins there. <laughs> you said no, anywhere. You, you know the earth moves, right? It's not warm weather <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's pretty isolated to an area, Brady. Of uh, from from uh, the longitudinal area and down. Yeah, there's they a, like the south part. They they really enjoy the bottom of the earth. <laughs> which I want to put you in right now, <laughs> Penguin Master. Those are coastal penguins. That's right, the ones that you know, like like the Jews of Florida. Man, you they get migrate. The, you get a polka penguin, you're in trouble. Oh, man. There's a penguin wow. in Boca. It's crazy. I'm one of them now. It's all right. Jeez. <laughs> God, you guys are sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> they can live anywhere, he says. Well, that map I lived with a penguin area. for three years. That map proves what I'm saying. No, it does the opposite. <laughs> I don't think you see anymore. Anyway, back to your gay neighbor's porch. What's that thing? Big tin map with holes in it. Uh, remember uh, back in early November, that mom that we were making fun of? 
that said uh, that she wanted to ban bounce houses and she's like because her kid oh, got yeah. got in that bounce house and got trampled and yeah. stuff. And then, uh, but I'm like, if you're going to get trampled she anywhere, traction. Well, kind of because that thing that happened in Australia where five people died in a bounce house. <laughs> but again, the bounce house is safe. Like, if you're going to have people trample you, you want it to be in a bounce house, right? You would like that cushiony underbelly rather than just getting trampled at, like, Astro <laughs> That's World. That's why they designed the right. bounce around. Like, if Astro World was in it. a bounce house, there would have been a lot less t- tragedy. Probably still some, but Potentially. a lot less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, if, you, if the whole world is a bounce house, it's better. A lot less unsure footing, so people wouldn't be trampled. But we got to do something about how we put them down. A gust of wind in Tasmania picked up a bounce house that had like seven kids in it. Five kids died, four, or more than that, Whoa. nine uh, injured from a bounce castle. It was blown into the air. Uh, 38 feet. That's a lot. That's up there. That's too high. So it isn't the bounce house. I don't think Larry's drone can fly that high. Because I got got an email from a guy that said, I thought you were the one that said bounce houses are the safest places on the planet. They are, like your house, but it still has to be battened down to something. Yeah. You know? I I understand your point. If you're going to be blown 38 feet up in the air, Mm -hmm. the bounce house is probably the better option between... What would you rather have? Just blown into the air in a A concrete box? uh, (laughs) A hot air balloon basket? Which would you rather fall for? I give you this option to argue my point that they're still super safe. Uh, You're in a bounce house, dropped 38 feet from the air, or a basket. Give me that bounce house 10 times out of 10. But they need to work on the designs of these uh, bounce yeah. houses, the aerodynamics. Yeah, they're catching they're too much air. They're picking up gusts of wind and just getting Would it be better to not to have the air. Uh, windows so the parents can't watch in, or would too many bad things happen in there when the kids realize no one can see them? What is the elevation factor? What is causing these? Well, I think it's because it, it sweeps into that net door, yeah, well, it's and got, there's no and maybe, escape. Well, if there's a solid roof that would oh, yeah, catch that roof. Yeah. So if you have, you need to have an open open air. roof. Yeah, but even yeah. then, it can get underneath it. And then it's like a like it's just a piece of paper. And if it turns upside down, then it's just a cup flying That's, in the air. Yeah. Oof, man. Yeah, you're right. Because then if you don't have a top yeah. on it, it just becomes. But at least the, the kids are all out of it at that point. Well, they're yeah. If it turns over, they're there's nobody still in. So they're not dropping 38 feet. They'll drop 11 or 12. We'll lose a couple. We'll have to ask the party dildo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. If any of his have have a roof. But there's got to be a way to like secure it down to other stuff. Like I think it or should some be kind at of least sensor. tied to a tree. Yeah, it can't just be nailed into your wet yeah, winter with grass. Yeah, little, little ten inch spike. Uh, yeah, those little tent spikes, tent that, are spikes. Like, that you trip over and they pop out. They'll be fine. It's all right. Don't yeah, worry. About it. I've only lost stuc- two kids in my entire career. Not into the stucco. No, you don't go into the side of the house. You just you just take a you just tie it around a tree. What about those uh, like five gallon buckets from Home Depot? Put some cement in those if you're renting a mountain. Anchor it down. Yeah, they've got. But the... then you got five gallon buckets if the wind gets. No, big the, the rental guy does. I mean outside. Yeah. Oh, geez, you don't want that dangling around though. The wind's you strong think you'd enough. You pick up that with a with a five gallon bucket. It's of picking cement? up nine kids. I mean nine forty pound kids. Those buckets would help, but I. That's think... a lot. I mean, if you look at it from that, that's a lot. Like, you get nine 45-pound kids. You got a couple hundred up. pounds. Yeah. And they add 20 pounds of buckets. That's not going to do anything. Mm. I think you got to tie it to something steady. You got to tie it down to a tree. And then the worst yeah, case, it just it becomes a tether ball. I was going to say, and then it just whips back. Yeah, and then forth it just goes around you and well, your neighbor's house. Until you guys can figure out how to pull it back down. How strong was the wind that day at that party? Too strong. Evidently. And you don't put them in parks and things like that in wide open spaces. Maybe we you tie just it next to a do tree. Do them like you see when they set up those. Uh, Circus tents back in the day. They're taking those big old well, that stakes back there. 
You know, it wouldn't have happened if I was there. George Bailey could have solved this problem. <laughs> Think getting blown 38 feet into the air was something Talia's grandma used to do to pay hey. rent. <laughs> yeah, so the Maybe bounce house took like off. we need like an emergency ripcord on them to open it up and deflate it like real quick. But then it's then you just got kids falling from space. Yeah, but you do it before it hits 38 feet. Who does it? You got to rely on a bunch of eight-year-olds inside to pull the ripcord. They're going to goof do that. Maybe that's what you anchor to the ground is the ripcord. That way, if it takes if yeah. it lifts up too far, it, it triggers the ripcord. Well, there's a design flaw. Well, clearly, there's a major design flaw. clearly because yeah. I've never heard of like people camping and their tent just gets thrown out into the air. You haven't? No. That happens. No, it doesn't. Sure, it does. No. No, it doesn't. Nobody's just ever been camping. The wind goes and picks the whole family up and tosses them down the freeway. Happens as often as bounce houses get picked. I don't believe it. I've never seen it in the news. Bounce houses get thrown around. (laughs) That's true. Adults getting picked up by tents. I don't know. Maybe there has to be like a three hundred pound cement thing, and it's just going to cost you five million dollars to have one set up in your backyard. But I still take my chances. Though is given up on it. Uh, He should, Jimmy. This is too. The insurance risks are too high. I still don't say. I still stand by it. Yeah, they're super safe. Bounce houses are super safe. These are outlier incidents of uh, poor planning and things like, you know, bad construction. Pay the extra. Don't take the low bid for the bounce house Maybe Brady's right. They all need to be slides and not like uh, encased places for your Yeah, because if the slide takes off, your kid just falls down off the slide. Yeah, that's the risk you take. Yeah, that's the risk you take it all. Yeah, if it has an entrance. You have to slide underneath. It's got a zipper that locks you in. (laughs) Then probably that's that's, that's the one where your kid's going to fly away. Fly with me. But again, what was the bounce house? Well, it was a replica of a plane. It had wings and (laughs) it was aerodynamic as hell. And it had loft and all sorts that had flaps so it could get up higher. This was probably a bad idea in hindsight. We'll take the blimp and... Right. I don't know Ooh, about this design. The kids are going to love that one. So it's tethered by... And it's helium. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be great fun. Bounce house is still safe. And anybody who wants to argue with me, I'll say, what would you rather be dropped out of the sky in? A bounce house or, uh, you know, a gunny sack? <laughs> You're going to take bounce house every time. Take your chances with a bounce house. And, you know, it's terrible news. Five kids passed away. Four, like any other thing gets picked up by the wind and thrown, trailer, all nine of those kids are gone. Uh, ask the Midwest. Oh, yeah. All nine right of those now. kids die. Yeah. Four of them live because of the safety of a bounce house. Can you imagine losing all your work, money, house, and everything else because of a bounce house, a bounce house incident in your backyard? We had a bounce house problem, and I got sued. Uh, destitute. Knew I should have got that umbrella policy. That's because I wasn't there. That's right, George. You would have saved everybody from any turmoil or trauma in their lives at all. George Bailey, America's Instagram hero. He created this whole thing. You know, there's that argument that uh, Mr. Rogers was a bad guy because he kept telling everybody how special they were instead of recognizing you're also flawed. Yeah. And you need to work around that. Not everything you do is great. Trying to tell everyone they're great no matter what. No matter what. It's uh, George Bailey, Mr. Rogers, all of them were the originators of the uh, everybody gets a trophy. But it did. It made, Mr. made my. Mr. Rogers explained a little bit. Nuh-uh. Sometimes you're you special just the way you are. Sure, but it's they're still great. You're great. You're so special. You're different than everybody else. You're unique. You're amazing. You're really not. You're just like everybody else. You're one of the sheep. 
No more, no less. Yeah, you're no more, you're no la, less. La, 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 Do the best la, you can. La, la, la. Yeah, Brady wants to be you. a special boy. Brady's mommy told him he was a special boy, and that's just it. Everything I do has purpose. And... No, not all the time, because sometimes when your thumb's in your ass and you're tugging your meat. There's a purpose. Yeah, there's no purpose. The only purpose is self-gratification, and that's really what Dave we're all Dave Johnson for. had a special yeah, purpose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everybody's special purpose is, can I make myself feel good and save some cash? That's really all we're after. You say different, you're a crazy person. But adult bounce houses need to be, and they never fly away. Get some. You know what we should have is uh, uh, just a big fat guy sitting in a bounce house all the time, like a little booth in the corner inside the bounce house where he has to just anchor it in. Because you never hear about adult bounce houses flying away. So you just put like a 300-pound guy who's required to be there. He's the equivalent the of all nine children that can be in there? Yeah, because if you double it up. Yeah, yeah. he's a counterbalance. Yeah. It's like what a crane has okay. the counterweights. All right. How many kids are in there? Uh, well, average weight's 45 pounds, 9, 45. All right, right Gerald, yeah. you got to get in there you with 400 them. pounds of counterbalance in there. Uh, bring 10 cans of food. You can help out and maybe even win yourself a Sanderson Ford or Sanderson Lincoln by just being part of it. It's a great deal. So head on over there and check out uh, Brett. This morning he'll be out there. We'll talk to him in a little bit. What do you have on the big board of musical treats First there? First of all, Uh-oh. John, yep. the problem with them is that they lose power. Then they become a floppy Blanket oh yeah, in the air. Like a sail. Yeah, yeah. So they've got no cushy air in is what he says. That's because you took the low bid. Pay the extra money for your kid's birthday party. If it's three twenty, I don't know how much they cost. Three hundred twenty dollars for the, and then you spend one hundred and ten for the the bargain basement bounce house. Pay party dildo prices and get party dildo dildo results. The one thing that you could do on that is on the corners of them. Yeah. Um, it would be easy. You don't have to do concrete or anything like that. It's like a waterbed. You have a garden hose, and you fill up. Each one of the corners has a 100-gallon right. corner. Let me ask you this. So you have, you know. W- what do you want to do with that? 700 pounds of water yeah. in each corner. And then, Great and then idea. where does that go and when you drain it in your backyard. Yeah, then you, uh, you drain it. In your backyard. 700 gallons of water yeah, in your backyard. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> You're an idiot. In Arizona, it <laughs> absorbs. Yeah, it does. I've seen that. Because, yeah, after... after I've, I've pulled water out of my pool in the backyard. Right. It doesn't uh, Brady, flood the backyard. Brady, we get half a day of rain, and I've you got hose, inches of water in my backyard. You put the hose just right into your backyard, the whole pool. Oh, um, you know, no, the hot tub I have, you ba- which is which is 400 gallons. You backwash wow. into your But it's yard. coming out. It doesn't mean the... It's a wave of water coming out of there. No, you pull I understand. It out. It's like you're draining that, a, but... a water bed. Yeah. And even you drain you a water bed, and get... you've got a big puddle of crap had, uh, in your backyard. You know, 50 gallons, that's 250 pounds. If you water if you water your grass at all, you're going to have a slushy mud mess if you had all that in the thing. It's well, the drainage the end of the, So what you have to have is a hose that goes out into the road like people do with their pools and very inconveniently. Sure. Or you put it in your... Uh, sure. Your, um, the cap on your uh, drainage in the house, on the outside of the house. Yeah, you don't the- care. That's specific. You're going to mess up everything. It's going to back. Your toilets will overflow. You don't want to mess around with that. Just put it through the hole in your wall and flood the street like every other dick does when they have a pool problem. Make a flood in everybody else's. It's everybody else's problem. Yeah. Put it in the storm drain. That's not terrible, but you don't want to drain 700 gallons of water in your Just yard. In your backyard. You really need yeah. 700 gallons. And you Just, said there's yeah. four corners of seven, so you got 2,800 gallons. In no, I was saying 100 gallons in each corner. Yeah. Brady's salting. Don't take forever, too. Filling yeah. a water bill takes all night. My hot tub takes uh, on the hose. It's, a long it's about time. Uh, a little over an hour. 
Yeah, but then you got some dude standing there. It's only an hour to fill your whole hot tub? Yeah. Jesus, it took almost a day to get mine. Wow. Yeah, I remember the the water oh, beds taking took forever. forever. You couldn't just... I guess that was from the faucet and the inside, yeah. though. Maybe the outdoor faucet had more pressure. I never yeah, and if you put the little... I mean, you know, I'm doing the... Also draining it with the little pump thing. That speeds it up. Oh, you're getting some assistance. Just pay a guy to do that. Then you can blame somebody when they break. This is the big red radio. And I went into the bathroom to pee once, and I was in there for 30 minutes. Just sitting on the toilet. My legs fell asleep. <laughs> I didn't even poop. And then, I, like, late in the evening, I go in there to drop one before bed. And I'm going and played. I'm like, okay, i got to put this down. There's like 30 more minutes. Get in the shower, because you got to shower after each dump. I don't care what you're telling me. If you argue with me, you got a dirty ass. Uh, shower up, get ready for bed. Hop in bed. I'm like, one more game. And I play, and I'm like, all right, that's enough. And I turn my phone off. 1.01 a.m. Oh, I played man. for about two hours and 30 minutes before I realized. I, I thought it was like 15. Deep into two dots. 15, 20 minutes. Two dots. Like five episodes of South Park running behind me. What happened? It was one in the morning. This is why I'm inventing things this morning. My brain is on its own. It's doing its own uh, I was turned on to some operation. new games yesterday as well. Oh, yeah? Don't laugh. It's called Jackbox. Oh, no, I'm laughing at that. <laughs> you don't Google Jackbox, everybody. You're not going to get Brady's game. Only Brady's computer gets you Jackbox. They have five the game. different uh, on plat- platforms. Basically, it, it's on your TV screen. You put it on there. You can get a PC. You can get it on um, Xbox. And there's a bunch of different games. One is a rap battle. Oh, that's pretty So cool. it helps you uh, write your thing, and you basically take on the other people. Then the other is like a marketing campaign. They give you a product. It's pretty. It's really fun. Is it on your phone? Those are cakes. Is yeah. it your phone? Jackbox is, yeah. Yeah, there's like six, they're like 25 bucks a game or 30 bucks a game. And you sing on your phone? You you can't, yeah. You'll to who? Your phone. Um, you, whoever's playing. Oh, it's a family it's, game. It's, yeah. Oh, group oh game. I'm not, nobody's around. Adult, and then you can play it with a. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, oh. It's fun. Oh, you got to pass the well, phone around. Well, here's a bunch around. of them. Yeah. Jackbox. Party pack. Which party pack do you got, Brady? Yeah, which party pack? I haven't gotten get? it yet. Oh, you're just, oh. <laughs> what are you, you're just I playing the sample? House. Oh. Wait, you were at someone's house? Watching oh. football. Forget and then in a Mormon they neighborhood, the everybody. They broke out Monopoly and started playing a board game. <laughs> it's family game night, Brady. Would you like to join us in our 11 kids? I've done it twice with them so far. And- we're going to do what we like to call safe wrapping. It should be great fun. <laughs> My name is Trevor, and I'm here to say... Nope. Oh no! Did safe. Have, did oh. Have, oh, there was. There was some N words and F words. Uh, there were. Were there? No, really? no oh, N words. No, come on. It's all right. There's Brady. some cussing. You're with friends. I've said it. I'm the first to admit it. Go ahead. You're scared of everything, don't be. F-words no, there are no no N words. But uh, <laughs> there's some gay slurs. And it's in not wrapped yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I take offense to that. Well, how dare you? As a newly minted homosexual, I can't believe you would say that to me. I wasn't offended by the end. I wasn't now battling I am. you. Now it's personal. I would have. Whoever you're battling. Oh, so then you, you can uh, you can ride it towards oh, them. Oh man. Oh, it's all of the Sugar Hill gang is spinning in their graves. That <laughs> this has now reached Gilbert. The street world has reached Gilbert House Party. I don't think it has. Oh, I think it has, Brady. Well, they, this was not an LDS family. Yeah, but it's still in Gilbert, and it's a it white. Was. It's white people. It was in, in my fifties. Dancing and singing and making up their own rhymes. 
the That's neighborhood. Pathetic. I think Toledo was in the neighborhood a little bit running. It's called the Spectrum. Oh, you're up in the Spectrum. And then we were going by to, uh, on the way there, I'm like, huh, that's got to be a tough one for kids. Spectrum Elementary. Yeah, oh, My yeah, kid's yeah. at the Spectrum. Well, every I think parents want their kids on the Spectrum. <laughs> it gives them an excuse. Even if it's this, oh, he's on the Spectrum. That's why he gets D's. Like, oh, it's because he's dumb. No, he's got to sing. No, Where are you living? Go. I'm living in the Spectrum. Yeah. I'm living in the spectrum. I'm technically in the spectrum. I think like, we all. It's a huge community, man. I'm so. Uh, you go if I went over to Brett's house and he started to break out the, the rap battles. I think the Jackbox. It's time for us to go. We're gonna rap battle the neighbors. First of all, that'll never happen in my house. <laughs> That's family stuff. I don't That's, do that. Anymore. Yeah, it's horrible. It sounds like we had a great night, but Brett and I would kill ourselves before we do it. <laughs> it does sound like an interesting evening. But I don't want to participate with others. That's just the me. good news is it doesn't have the uh, the filters. What do you mean? So you can go is uh, it doesn't say oh this won't allow you to do these words or whatever. Oh, so you have to like you can get as nasty as you want on that thing. As nasty as you want to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luther Campbell. <laughs> oh, I tell you. And nobody went to nobody dropped. So you still kept it somewhat safe. Nobody's dropping the real. Rap yeah, beast. there weren't uh, no one in there was really. Nobody went for it. Went for it. See, I'd get kicked out of a family party. Oh, yeah. This grandma's C word would be a song, and that's uh, probably not going to go down that road. Too Are you much. kidding? And Gilbert? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how it's done. <laughs> yeah. Did you know. guys play N word, F word after yeah. that, too? That game we invented. See, we last just week? invented. It's not in the pack, but oh. maybe Jackbox will come up with something like that. <laughs> All you got to do is just, yeah, it's a great gambling and drinking game N word, F word. Which will come up first in a rap song, the N-word or the F-word? You sit back and wait. And then a, a listener added in the idea that, is the N-word friend or foe? Is it a friendly one? Like my N-word? Yeah, like or my or N-word, N-word or this N-word over here. Yeah. Is it gonna, And is it going to be a yeah, contentious N-word or friendly N-word? And then you're drinking on that. So if you pick N-word, you got to pick, what is it? Pick F-word, you have to pick whether it's about fornicating or calling someone a name. Hmm. It's great stuff. That is Jackbox for me. And the other jackbox was a marketing thing. They basically say you have to come up with a marketing item, and they give you a, to- a topic. How do you cancel Adolf Hitler? That was one of our Canceler. things. Yeah. Well, you leak out that he tried to kill millions of people. Right, but you come up with a product. Oh. Right, so I came up with the Nazi Swatsy. It was a swatter. You draw it, and then you have to come up a slogan with it. But then everyone else has their own What's thing. a Nazi Swatsy? It was like a fly swatter. You, sw- you swat the Nazi away. <laughs> oh, good Christ. Kill me before I get into family game night. <laughs> Can we go back further. to dead air, yeah, please? My God. Yeah, you know what? It was better when Marty was listening to Children of the Sun at KSLX. <laughs> Nazi Swatsy. <laughs> really? That's how you cancel Hitler? I know how to cancel Hitler faster than that white urban Gilbert. <laughs> Nazi. Wait, Tired need- of being pushed around by Nazis? <laughs> Nazi Swatsy. Uh, what was someone else's misery? Oh, Brady, you're making us sad. I'd rather go to one of your kids' recitals. <laughs> Who else invented something to get rid of him? Uh, there's a couple I can't say. Because this is they, were pro- they weren't canceling. Mexicans and black people listening are like, what, what are they doing at the weekends? They're doing fun games with Hitler? Uh-huh. That's exactly right. <laughs> How do you get rid of Hitler? <laughs> the easiest guy in the world to cancel. <laughs> Like, if there's ever been anybody who deserves cancel culture and no one ever says too soon, it's like, no, he needs to never work again. <laughs> He's not Kevin Spacey. That's good stuff. That's good. All right. Well, congratulations. How long were you late? How, how late? This had to go into the well into the 8 o'clock. Oh, uh, no. It was, you know, about a 
about a forty-five minute dose, and then you had to go home and sleep. No, I went back. Night. to Yeah, went back to the. Um, the Bengals started. So I watched. The oh, it was in the middle of the day. Yeah, it was right in oh between. Oh my gosh, session. that's crazy. Yeah. Good on you, kid. Getting out of the house, watching some football. When that gets boring, you kids start rolling dice and playing Yahtzee together. <laughs> was there a winner? Yeah, oh yeah. Who won? I won one of the uh, rap battle rounds. Yeah. Ice B. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you realize it's not a sell. 56-year-old white guy winning a rap battle means the party sucked. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, man, it was... It was bad. On fire. Oh, did the girls participate? Yeah. Oh, God, no. With rapping and creativity? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Hilarious. Oh, you had to fake laugh Sunday. to make them feel like they're playing right? No. They got served. Oh, man. Oh, middle-aged white people serving each other. I kind of want to go just for the hate watch. <laughs> Who was the one that ruined the game? What made it stop? Well, uh, nothing really. They really? kept going. I, oh, they I mean, didn't. I you left. left. Yeah. Oh, you left. I yeah. Think. Were the kids involved? Yeah, then, nah, uh, then the kids got in as well. That's where you got. That's where you draw lines with fun parties. People allow their children at them. Ugh. Kirby got nasty in the nah, Okay, so, oh, Kirby nasty. was Kirby there playing? She was. Then it didn't get too dirty. Oh, All it right. got dirty. No, it Not with Kirby. Not dirty. If the kids were there, we you had guys to mo- we modified. You know, yeah. you didn't play inward effort then. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. This was this no, was we didn't. Lily White claims anyway. God. I'm much better off with my dead legs on the toilet playing two dots till one in the morning. Rapping with children all day long. Somebody wants to have Brady do his rap for us. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. it. What do you got? I don't know. How'd you win? Interesting. It's the Alzheimer's rap. Is it like karaoke on the screen or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right, you basically right. come up with they say come up with a noun and then they'll Oh, it's mad they'll help you. Yeah, and then oh, you okay. and then oh, you do I your see. own line. Well, my after noun that. would be the N word every time. <laughs> That's a rap. Yeah, you could if you want. Uh, yeah, I would too. C words and N words. That's it. Just C words and N words <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Our children are in the room. Hey, John, I didn't know Brady hung out with Gilroy and Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Gilroy's super rap Christmas party. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> I need a noun. So you play Mad Libs. It yeah, writes how the, the rap, rap for you, and then you the, put it'll, your... It'll uh, help you write the first line, then you write the next oh, line. Oh, all right. And oh, then you, they come up with the next line, and then... So every other line you help. Just, so it's Mad Libs sentences. It's four or five lines that you battle against. It's kind of like... It turns into, you know... Right, but you have to have rhythm. Your mama. Oh, yeah, so it's the dozens. The dozens. Okay. Still sounds off. You need a black person to participate in that. He shouldn't be allowed to play. It's appropriate. Sure. Otherwise, it's Rachel Dolezal's party. I looked out the front door of the Spectrum, and I didn't not find it. <laughs> You're not going to find it. You're in Gilbert. That's why you guys live there. <laughs> That's why you live in the Spectrum, is because you look out the window and see nothing but yourselves. Howdy, Trevor. Hi, Trevor. It's a great day in the Spectrum. Isn't it ironic that the Spectrum represents all colors? <laughs> <laughs> Not in your world. Anyway. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure it was. Two middle-aged white people. Which I am one of, and I try to avoid being part of it. 
I see the pitfalls. It's scary. Plus, you got kids in there. It's like there's a kid party involved. I don't know. Unless they're serving drinks. That's the kid parties I like. Remember, there were. They got to be pouring and serving. Yeah. That's the way it works. You put them to work. We had two liquored moms. Oh, yeah? That's an Dan Gilbert thing, though, isn't it? That's, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's uh, Algonquin. Gilbert is Algonquin for <laughs> drunk <laughs> drunk uh, mother who missed the boat. Married the wrong man is what that's called. <laughs> that's Which what one of you kids called me a hoe? Yeah. Which one hasn't? You're borrowing your daughter's jeans. You're you're still trying to hang on to high school. You're still a tiger deep down. This is a life I've carved out for myself. <laughs> I love it. Send us a video of that next time. Please. All right. Put All that right. on your instant scrams. Wasn't it wasn't exciting enough? Oh, doesn't oh, doesn't hold up to any of the videos that I, I put okay, out. Okay, if it's on my not exciting Instagram. enough for that, you know what was more exciting than your Instagram? The twenty minutes we were off the air this week. <laughs> that was better listening than your Instagram. Anyway, look at this coffee bags. Brady's a rap star. He's a rap god now. Marketing genius. Yeah, Nazi swatsies. Because you know we got that problem Nazis. nowadays. Leave it to an entirely white neighborhood to bring up parties with Nazi fun. We don't bring that up. There it's you did. Jackpot. You picked it though. No. It just you can't get out of that. It randomly says, "Here's let's get deal. rid of Hitler." Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? It's safe. There's no Jews here, right? Okay. <laughs> of course, there's no Jews. It's the spectrum. <laughs> All are yeah. welcome. Yeah, no, they're not. Trust me. The eyeballs make you know you're not. Legally, they have to welcome you, but if an interracial couple wandered into that area, the eyeballs would pierce their their uh, Monte Carlo so heavily that they would possibly not be able to drive through it. Everybody's looking at Grand Prix like they want it. <laughs> I think they're looking at the Grand Prix, honey. And then for no reason, the Christmas party uh, lunch goes on, and we all kind of just have our thing. They give us presents. And uh, the HR lady who will remain nameless, told me that I'm, uh, I've started to tear up the cup, those little coasters. For yeah. the, we have that big marble table we were sitting at, so they go throwing coasters. And I always, I fidget. And I tore it up and made a little mountain of torn paper, and I tore up another one to another, and she goes, you're sexually frustrated. I'm like, excuse me, HR, Whoa. what's that HR? Pardon. <laughs> I think that's HR's position to bring up. I'd Is like that to, right? I'd like to speak to HR about HR. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. You can't, you can't back in. So it's out there. And thanks for the diagnosis. I didn't know you were a psychiatrist too. As I fidget around, and then it turned into just a, a fidget thing. toys. And I had to go look it up, and it is it's not that and twisting, twisting things, ripping paper, making piles of things. Evidently, that's a sexual frustration. Chewing on ice. I've heard. Chewing on ice is a. Bit, I thought that was an oral one. Yeah. Is that there's like oral ones, like because if you chew. Uh, what is it? If you get a lot of gum chewing, uh, there's another. Oh, if you chew your straw, nom, nom, nom. that's an oral, like something sexual. It's all. It's all Freud. Freud ruined everything by making anything you do that you're uh, that you're broken sexually, which probably I am. But I've been that way since the beginning. I've never been. You know, I've always been the the AMC gremlin of sex. I'm not really something you'd want. <laughs> it's, it's fun trying to fix it. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. And then Jen got drunk and told me. You're trying to get drugs to matter with you. What? At work? <laughs> so already, you throw Brady under him. the bus. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. 
because Jen's been supplying me with drugs. I'm like, what's going on around here? Mine's mine's easy. Oh it's yeah, nothing. It's, it's street drugs. Brady, I figure out have uh, Ronnie's having a tough time sleeping. Oh that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Not me. I was gonna say you're supposed to go to the promotions department for that stuff. No. You know, I don't know if you made that clear to Jennifer because she said that it was a sex thing. Brady, oh, Brady's I, right. uh, I asked her. I go, is there any? Uh, is there a Cosby chewable or anything? Oh, you're sure. oh yeah, that's, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's a frying pan. <laughs> you're fine. We'll make it through. She said, why does Brady want drugs? And I'm like, oh, we got to start seven steps behind that phrase right there. What are you talking about? He asked me for drugs. Like, why does everybody ask you for drugs? Because I've got drugs. <laughs> but she was like saying, How, what? like you asked her about, yeah, that makes sense. If she's not sleeping. Yeah. You're trying to knock her cold to do things. And I'm <laughs> like, you know... Knocking her cold and anything that adds. We add a little additive to that. Yeah, is the any of the which is the weed that makes her start dancing? I don't know. Yeah, that's the one you got to find. They always say that about. I was. It's funny you joke about or you mention whatever the symptom is. Oh, they got it. They got got the weed for them. I am uh, so massively unimpressed with marijuana. And when they legalized it, I took my chances and said, "I've never been a pot guy." I don't get it. I'll give it a try. I'll try to do this. This is a couple of years ago. Eh, see what I can do here. Man, the only thing it did was make me go to sleep. I got, there's, and I don't know, I just don't understand it. Like, because you'll hear that stuff. Like, people say, oh, it makes you so horny. And, like, you do this and you're like, this for that. Nothing. That. I mean, literally nothing. Less than nothing. And it's not Sleeping. like you're going in with a bad attitude. No. Oh, I wanted to do it. I'm yeah. dying to get involved. Sleep. That's all I got. I don't get it. And everybody's like, you're doing the wrong stuff, man. You're doing got the wrong stream. Got the wrong stream. And I'm like, all right, give me the one you're doing. And they get like, five minutes out like a light. It's one of the, like being drunk is so much more uh, pleasant to me than the high thing. You're just so tired. It just does one nothing. Toughen, well, it doesn't seem like it. What do you mean? A lot of times if you, you know, the drinking, it's Love tougher it. afterwards waking up or you don't feel great. That's the difference. Yeah. Is that, you, yeah, but I've conquered that. I don't drink so much. I don't like pound myself into a, a corner and that's when you get hung over is when you just destroy your life. I don't, I don't get a feeling off of the weed. That's it. So, so enjoy that. If Ronnie's trying, I don't know. I don't know that that's real. She's I think, come to the, uh, you know, the first couple of experiences trying to, on the sleep. She's like, yeah. I really don't. Nothing. Except for she doesn't get sleepy. That's all I did. She falls asleep Man, and I then out. and then wakes up again. It was it was the biggest waste of time I've ever had as far as like trying to be recreationally uh, fun. Nothing. And at first I talked myself in like it was a placebo. Like, yeah, it's doing exactly what I want. Yeah. I'm like, I'm relaxed. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just tired. And it made me tired all the time. Like, this is dumb. And then I see people like Larry who, who like goes out and... He's like, I am flying. I'm like, really? Oh, my God. I'm like, is it good? Oh, it's the best. I'm like, really? And then the people who do it all, you, got to, you just got to keep doing it. I'm like, I'm not interested in this lifestyle. <laughs> I, I can't do it. And then I just tear up napkins. That's all. It's just sexual frustration and no weed. Oh, it makes you want to have sex for hours. Makes you all tingly. Makes you like, okay. Well, give me some of what you got. Because the thing I had just made me feel like I took, you know, I, I had Thanksgiving dinner like two minutes ago. And it's just weighing me down. I got zero fun out of it. What little I know. I mean, I've heard people that like, you know swear by a, a cookie, but the no. things that I've seen, uh, you know, Ralphie, that Chiba Chew thing, yeah. and I've seen zombies on them. Yeah. Why would I even want to drool all over myself? Yeah. That doesn't look, oh my God, the experience? I'm like, yeah, but you realize 
you're just a, a mountain of drool and fat. That's all you become, just sitting to some lump. So worth it. Nah. I'm not getting anything out of it. i got to find something good. And I found it in the form of vodka and soda. I'm sure you're going to get emails about it later. Oh, you got to try this strain, bro. You're right. Brett, you're right. I don't want it from anybody. I've heard it a million times. Brady's, Brady's experimenting, trying to knock sativa, his wife out. Sativa, man. you got to go sativa. And you, dude, you got to try no, indica. 50 milligrams. You're doing like 20 or 10. That's a waste. Like if 20 or 10 are putting me to sleep, 50 most certainly will. And then my, my old trainer, Drew, you got to just knock it cold, bro. 60, 70 milligrams. You'll feel it. It'll just, it kind of breaks the door down, the, the high. I'm like, okay. I wanted to kill my cat. I Jeez. couldn't walk. I was like, I don't like this. Like, nothing about it. I just, I, I couldn't walk. I couldn't run. I just felt like I had the flu. It was way too much. Ralphie made it so I felt like I was dying because it gave me that THC strip. Hilarious. No, it was not. For you, maybe. Yeah. Awful for me. I felt like I wet my pants and I couldn't move. <laughs> I hated it. Anyway, what are you going to do? Potheads? It's, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And it's not. You need to smoke some dirt weed. Like, get the crappy stuff out of the way. Everybody's got a solution to why I don't like it. And I just, I don't think it works on me. Oh, you come with me, bro. Larry tried to get me to do it that time with that Keith stuff. And I was in the hospital. I thought I was having a heart attack. I went straight from nothing to the worst freak out you've ever had in your life. Terrible. So, it's not for me. It's not for everybody. Brady, good luck with you and Ronnie your family. Ronnie went to a dispensary yesterday. Oh, yeah? She got her card? No, I guess you don't even need... Oh, you, you don't know, need that a, anymore, do yeah. you? Yeah. And uh, they were very helpful. Yeah, oh, they I love mean, telling you about it. Oh, yeah. But I think it's all the same stuff. I don't think anything's different. I think it's just dosage. I really don't. Every time I've eaten, like, these gummies are blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. And then, <laughs> like, eight minutes later, I'm asleep for six hours, and I wake up kind of groggy. It's awful. It's overrated. I'll tell you that in my experience, it's been. You didn't. You don't nah. ever really tell. Have you done nah. it? Uh, yeah. Nothing. Nah. We should do it as a group. We should have done it for Sebastian Bach last night. Just looked at each other. I'm very sleepy because that's all. That's all that would have happened to me. We'd have never made it in this morning. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'd have still been asleep. And here it comes. All the stuff coming in. It'd be like listening to KDKB mornings or something. We'd all be sleeping. Yeah. This guy says I get paranoid no matter what strain I've ever tried, and I hate that feeling, so I won't do it. I have the same thing. Paranoid and tired. That's it. Grumpy. So don't try. But Brady, good luck with your family Christmas weed endeavor. I hope it works out for you. And I hope you find. Yeah, the, thank you. I hope you find the horny strain, and you can't control her, and uh, you know you knock her up again. Good for you. I'm, I'm sure hoping. there'll be some suggestions. Oh yeah, I'll get a ton of them. A ton of them. And potheads, I don't blame. I don't think you're wrong for doing it. If you're enjoying it, go nuts. But it doesn't work on everybody. So good luck. I hope Ronnie finds it. But stop trying to solicit for drugs at work. That's what I'm doing. Jenny I won't. Uh, I won't tap your source. Now she's. Yeah, yeah. She's got an in now at the dispensary. Yeah, with the dispensary. Did you go? Did you ask the guy at the dispensary which one makes me? I did. I, you know. Which she one just will make told me, me a she sex goddess? That's what you. Want. No, she didn't. Ask ah, that's, that's what she should. That's be. my inquiry. Well, that's what she should be asking, yeah. not you. Yeah. If you want to, why don't you go take some and you become a sex god? I might. Yeah, well, I don't think you will, but I I don't need that. Oh. Uh, see what he did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you might want to reassess that. That evaluation is incorrect. Hey, I'll always try more, you know. Of sex, God? Yeah. Of being one or trying sex? Are you is trying that, sex? Yeah, are you going to try it? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm thinking about, you're going to try it. I'm thinking about getting on the horse. 
Okay. Not a real horse. Brady's uh, experience with sex was uh, you just replaced the word sex where I said weed, and it's the same conversation. It just makes me tired. <laughs> I don't like doing it. Like groggy. It's weird. I get groggy. I haven't really had any good experiences. Well, good luck. I hope that. Because I, I, I laughed hysterically at that. Brady trying to find the horny pills. You got any Spanish fly, Jeff? Sometimes <laughs> I just wake up and go, what? I just had sex? Because I didn't picture, like, I'm sure you asked in a joking fashion. But my brain made you seedy and weird, making a drug deal, going, You got any, uh, you got any of them gummies makes a lady all moist and horny? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Which is the one that makes her want to get it on? The sexy, the Is there sexy one of the Spanish fly? Yeah, give me one of them. I got to drop it on my wife. Is there him to make them blind? On social, hashtag Action Ride Shop. Uh, we've got, uh... We have topics sometimes, and, we, and people have often asked, like, no, you got Brett official now. Uh, you should have a lady on the show to give a woman's perspective. And I thought, you know what? That's not a bad idea, uh, but I don't really want to hire out for it. Maybe give a special consideration. But we did find somebody finally where, you know, kind of adding. adding. And we've got a female for the show, I think, that is going to represent all ladies from here on out if she's willing to take the job. And uh, yesterday we had a conversation um, I don't even remember what it was about, like dicks and yeah. something. Well, it's like a normal day. Yeah, a normal so, day's yeah. conversation, I guess. It was just a normal show yesterday, so there was dick talk. And uh, we didn't hear from the fair sex. So we got a voice message from the... from uh, What makes the ladies happy? Well, yeah, a w- w- woman's perspective. Uh, and so we're going to start a new segment called uh, What the Women Think of That Conversation, as represented by uh, Mrs. Jay Gutentag. Go ahead, Jay. Take it away. So I just wanted to uh, chime in a little bit here. You know... At the end of the day, women know what they're getting into, right? You look at a dude, check him out, check out his package. You know what you're going to get, right? Hopefully, the package isn't stuffed with a sock or something, right? For those girls that like the dick. (laughs) But then, the girls that check out, well, girls like me, they know exactly what they're going to get. They know that I'm going down. Oh, my God. They're going to go crazy. And then anything that I want to do to them after they reach that multiple orgasm, and, oh, and they will, Venus Flytrap, you guys should learn it. Or else. What? Wait a minute. Anything Venus I want to do, they're going to allow me to Venus do it. Flytrap. Just saying. So women know what they want, and they know what they like. Oh, man. All right. Thanks, Jay. From the lighter side, the fairer sex's opinion on the morning sickness. Okay, what's worse about that is... That was a Cosmo moment because I'm going to look up the Venus flytrap and more than likely give it a run. Toledo, what the hell is the Venus flytrap? We just learned the term from from a uh, new term. Cosmo J, the Venus flytrap, is the act of oral sex. Manipulates their hands as described below. Interlock the fourth and fifth digits of both hands. Insert the receivers and then the labian. Okay, so digital access allows to the. Use the thumbs in the gym. Wow, this is a lot of work. That's too much reading. Can we get a video? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's got to be something. <laughs> it's going to like, be a movie. Go on Pornhub and type in <laughs> Venus Flytrap. I guarantee it's not the plant. Mentioned on L.A. Law in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Venus Flytrap. All right. Well, we did learn something from the ladies. We did. Miss Gutentag taught us the Venus Flytrap. Google that from the Urban Dictionary if you're looking for it. Or just go on Pornhub and watch the... How to? That's what I'm going to do. They, they, might, they do. might have scrubbed all their Venus flytrap videos. You don't know that. Dick.
Ladies, she represents you, and uh, we're, we're, she's hired she for 2021. Our Cosmo Moments with Jay Gutenvogue, as Brady likes to call it. Because you know she's just combing through the pages of Cosmo and Miss oh, and, yeah. and Vogue and all the latest fashions and styles that the ladies are on. And, uh, you know, she'll help us guys out when we're trying to figure out what's a woman think of this. Jay will be our representative. So congratulations, Jay. You're also official. And you don't even know it yet. Paper's in the mail. <laughs> Don't read it, just sign it. Just sign it. There's no reason to read any of that. Either you want the job or you don't. Uh, speaking of uh, Jay, she's been a wonderful addition to the show this year. Uh, we were going through all this other uh, old stuff from this this year and uh, started to point out some stuff. So in an effort to promote next week's best of, uh, we all kind of picked a favorite moment from 2020. Uh, eliminating one favorite moment that we all, it was kind of the low-hanging fruit we couldn't go to. And it really wasn't on the air. So well, we had a favorite moment for the year that we all agreed upon. But as far as the show goes, uh, something that we could air. And Toledo's put a couple of them together for us. So we're going to do a little thing of uh, best moments of 2020 in the morning segment. And there are a few. So we're going to get to that in just a little bit. If you have a best moment and you want it on next week's best of... Uh, email dtoledo at 98kupd.com. He's got all, he's the holder of all sound. If he's got it, uh, he'll play it. If you guys uh, remind him of something, he's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And you'll tell him what it was. But uh, that happens a lot. Like, yeah. like you say, I don't remember yesterday. They, they'll they bring up things and I'm like, when did we do that? They're incredible. Yeah. Just send it to Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Toledo at 98kupd.com. You can check me out at J. Uh, withering flower oh, at 98kb.com. Yeah, man. That's what I should have, man. Venusflytrap.com, man. You don't need a dick to satisfy the ladies. <laughs> Tell you what, man. And by the way, Toledo, I guarantee you the thing I got hanging off of my junk's bigger than your dick anyway. <laughs> I don't doubt it for a second, Jay. I got skin tags bigger than your crank. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom and puke. I just made myself very Jay, sick. Jay, Jay gave me a fist bump when I saw her at an event one time. Yeah. I'm not sure it was her fist. Yeah, you don't want to know, man. Yeah, my hands were full. I had a Coke in my left and a plate of sausages in my right, and I fist bumped you anyway. Because I got the magic monkey paw down there, man. Reach up and grab you. Fly trap style. Now. Exactly right. Lay down, dick. Now, now, now. Dick. Anyway, Jay, you are our female correspondent. We couldn't love you more. Another great addition. Oh, God, she's texted me already. You knew that was Tell you what, man, call it the trap because they're caught in it. Venus butterfly. Driver wild. Over and over again with this famous technique. Here's how to do the Venus butterfly. (laughs) Number one, kiss your lover passionately as you caress her entire body. Get those juices flowing, dick. Then number two, give her oral, which is honoring and tantra. Teaser, you know, work your way in there. Don't just dive in. Number three, pull back your lover's pearl. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop reading right there. <laughs> Come on, you pansies. Stimulate the pearl. Use your hands, use the machine. Uh. Something battery operated until the woman gets a level eight on the pleasure scale of zero to ten, Dick. For next week, I got to replay this segment alone. <laughs> Just play it early. I'm not done. I know. Move away from the pearl and stimulate the outside of the yanni. 
I don't know what any of these things are. I think it's pronounced Yummy. I like his music. Yeah, you like this stuff, man? Is that getting your juices flowing, Brady? <laughs> Move that pearl aside. Is your little skin tag starting to harden? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Work away from the pearl. Number six, return to the pearl. Now, longer strokes. Get her up on a nine on that pleasure scale. And then casually ask her if she's ready to get slipped. Palm up, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Tap that G-spot. Number nine. If it goes well, she's going to have a mind-blowing, body-melting, internal and external big O. Simultaneous resulting in multiples. That is the Venus butterfly, my man. They'll have a pearl farm. Then ask her for some verbal feedback as you cup one of her hands over her Yanni. (laughs) (laughs) Signed Jay Gudentag, lady correspondent. (laughs) Well, did you learn anything? Sure did. Play Yanni. Yeah, get some Lonnie in there. (laughs) <laughs> you know what, Brett? We might have signed you too soon. I think Jay's, uh, Jay's the answer. But anyway, uh, what do we need best outs for that if Jay keeps sending me this kind of material? Speaking of COVID, Megan had to get tested again yesterday. Oh, Here's my, my day yesterday was supposed to be fantastic. I was going to go home, uh, do some uh, errands, and then have like no food, rest the whole day, food free, starve myself because at 6 o'clock I was supposed to go to a dinner at Ocean 44 uh, for the greatest stakes in the history of man. Uh, and I'm supposed to go. Well, I get home and Megan's like, I gotta get tested. I'm like, why? I don't feel good. I haven't felt good since yesterday. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, I'm achy. Goes negative again. I but I had, to, I had to cancel the dinner. Yeah. Do you know what I had for dinner instead of delicious steak and possibly seafood tower and everything else? Um, I'm going with... You're going to miss it. Handful of Cheez-Its and two-day-old pizza. That's what Jesus I had for dinner. You were going to say Cheez-Its? Yeah. Well, I had Cheez-Its. Wow. Butcher's cut I knew you liked Cheez-Its. Uh, you know. Yeah, the it's Butcher's cut. Or the, well, I had a friend of mine, Ryan, is uh, starting his, got his own sauce and rub and everything. There's a hole in the market, Brady, since you're yeah. last. And he brought over these barbecued Cheez-Its he makes. They're pretty damn good. But uh, they're not Butcher's cut steak and oh, man. the salmon pizza appetizer. Ah! Oh! I even text Oh, I hope you bastards are enjoying your meals. Can She's you, negative, though. Were you able to push back a day? Trying. Working on that. I mean, I'll get my steak. I just wanted it yesterday. <laughs> That's got to be probably... I've been tested for this thing six times? Five times or six times? Megan's probably up around seven. Just because you can't feel like you got a headache and deal with society... And again, like you know, when this when this all first happened, I was frustrated because I was on the calls with everybody saying we can't have everybody bring it to the building. Or, Please, everybody, just you know. And you get now, you know, whatever. But I still don't want to bring it in. There's everybody's here, and Se- we, seven more, and you can. Uh, yeah, you get a freebie, right? I, I thought so. You got a punch card. I, four, I was fourteen. <laughs> you had fourteen uh, tests. Yeah, that's a lot because you were positive every and time. And they weren't because I had symptoms. Exactly, it was just trying to get that negative test. Yeah, but you're such a positive fella that yeah. even your diseases stay stay around for a while. Yeah, same thing. So I'm like, every time I've been it's negative, it's the worst. I'm telling you, man. I when someone starts feeling those symptoms, you can't it help just, but it's test such for a mind. 
Yeah. yeah. Screw. If we if we worked at home and never went out of yeah. the house, uh, fine. But yeah, I had a because you think sometimes, oh, I could have touched a table. It was on there. Don't know. You, you don't know. Don't know. But I know that she like all of a sudden she's like she threw up, and I'm like, oh, really? And she just got a flu shot. So maybe there's side effects to the flu shot. But that was like a week and a half ago, so that shouldn't be a thing. And everybody's like, no, you wouldn't have it then. So just be careful. And then felt didn't weak eat and anything straight. or so, couldn't, yeah. couldn't trace it back to anything in particular. Test it again. No worries. This doesn't feel good. But now you can't even just have a little bit of a, it might be allergies. It might be something that everybody in the air right now has got that, you know, kind of achy, yeah. achy body and stuff. So, oh, it's a pain in the ass. This thing can't go away fast enough. Especially because it's now it's ripping out my butcher's cut. I almost went Tom Cruise last night thinking, I'm eating Cheez-Its and two-day-old pizza. And there's only one slice left. And it's kind of that weird last day the pizza might be good slice. Yeah. Where you pick it up and it has no life to it anymore. It's, it's quit. Aged Two-day-old aged pizza is not the same as meat. Ah. Well, Vader would have brought you another Malnati's. You'd <laughs> yeah, be all good. I, I could have gotten something from Vader. <laughs> but, then, but then I'd have to move again. That's true. Vader doesn't know I've moved. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, I know, I get it, everybody. Headache. You get a headache and you start thinking, oh, no. But at least you don't work for Tom Cruise. So, you got that going for you. That's a good thing. Give More me, of these have to be happy, happy, fun time on the set today. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, he's going to be love you. bipolar Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I understand. I wonder what he's feeling right now that that's out. I bet you, well, in fact, I think the way it's being treated is that Tom Cruise was right. He's a vigilante for keeping everybody safe. But if that were true, he wouldn't be doing the movie. Did did uh, maybe in the mail yesterday or the day before he got his yearly donation to Scientology? He's like, yeah. "You committed to this. We need to check yeah. now." It's funny. Yeah. It made me watch some Scientology TV yesterday. They have that Scientology channel. They're taking credit for Inglewood uh, not having as many gang members because they They've built the Scientology the Center in Inglewood. And they're like, "It was up to us." And I'm like, this is where Tom gets it. This is the self-importance that I'm hearing in his rant. That they, they built one little center, and they're like, and if you've noticed, the gang shootings are way down because Scientology. It's like, yeah, because they're busy laughing. Like, the Crips and the Bloods can't stop laughing at all the weirdos that go in and out of your center. I ain't center. touching those paddles. Yeah, I ain't touching those paddles. I'll catch a COVID. Thank God they didn't do that in the late 80s. We would have never had NWA, That's Ice right. Cube, Dr. Dre. Yeah, you've ruined music is what you've done, Scientology. Bricks. Bert's right. You built those Scientology centers in Inglewood, and look at what happens. Ice cream paint job starts happening, and then the next thing you know, the worst rap in the history of music. MC Phaeton. <laughs> we have terrible stuff now. Garbage. But we had the chronic before Scientology oh, moved into South Central. I want more gang members and less religios in South Central. <laughs> it creates strife and fear, and that makes great music. It's just a fact. Heroin, gang members, and war. The fastest ways to get your pop charts to sound better. It's true. It is a fact. And only a few chosen ones can pull that off. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. so what? Uh, keep yeah, trying, it's kids. It's not like it's a, be a, a problem. Yeah, the, the deal is when there's no gang warfare or a war going on, you have to try heroin for your band to work. If you're not willing to do that, you have to wait for a war or move to a city where there's shootings all the time. I'm shocked South uh, Chicago has not been the bastion of the greatest musical movement in the last 10 years. It's got to be popping out of there. I think they just shoot so much that some of these aspiring rappers that would do it keep getting hit and dying. 
because they must be killing all the the good new rappers in Chicago because there's too much shooting going on. Now they're rolling in their eight four minivan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going back my Aerostar to the classic eighty four Ford Mustangs that they're so proud of. What a year for Mustang eighty four was. Wasn't it just a Ford Escort with a? It was the same thing. Oh no, that was the Mustang twos. That was way no, back that's in the day. Right. Those I remember. I think most cars went through a phase where they, they like GM and the big automakers just dropped dropped the V8 altogether. Yeah, or they detuned yeah. them so much yeah. that a, yeah. a six cylinder was just as just was as powerful. The gas crisis that was in the late seventies made everybody oh, go to those weird little junk. Japanese cars came in, and then the K car happened. And then Ford turned into, what the hell is this thing? And why is there a pony on it? This is a Ford Escort. It's the Mustang, too. It's a tiny version. The K car. Anyway, war, heroin, uh, uh, neighborhood strike. Brady, nobody, and I mean nobody, that you know in Gilbert is going to be a star in the music world. None of them. None. Zero. You don't think even in the pop side of it? No. No. The best of Brady Report, and we'll see you back live on Tuesday, January 3rd. I'm going full Polly Walnut soon. You're close. You got to get that sweatsuit soon. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. This Christmas. Oh, we know. You'll be gifted it. <laughs> I you swear won't to have God. To worry about getting it. Now that Brett's on the show, and it's almost your one year anniversary being super official. Sooner, yeah, official. Yeah, like official. Couple, yeah. Like, I think it's this Saturday. Uh, yeah, because the eighteenth right. was the eighteenth was the day that Toledo tried to kill me at the Texas Grill That's by right. saving my life. <laughs> And that was the day we were celebrating you yep. being all done. Yeah. Anyway. We'll have to have a po- pasta mitzvah on Saturday for you. Pasta mitzvah. Yeah. Well, now that you're here, you're the one keeping me wanting this job. Because I want to be here the day that Brett goes, all right, sweatsuits oh. only from here on out. <laughs> I want to be there for the transition. And then I'll know if this is our last year on the air. Because the tracksuit, you'll have to get rid of the hat. You'll have to be the Got the wings. The wings. The poly walnuts. Are you graying at all yet? On the sides, I am. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that. The top, I am. Well it's, it's, well, it's shaved close right now, so you can't grow really that out, yeah. man. What are you doing? What are you going skating after? Grow your hair like a goddamn yeah, adult. <laughs> I want to see the silver. Oh, you gotta bring the silver. It's getting there. Oh. The sides are totally getting there. Brett, bring the silver. <laughs> Let it grow. That should be our thing for 2022. None of us are allowed to get haircuts. No. <laughs> I look All like right. I, I look like I'm molting by February. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I like a bird doctor would put uh, me down. What's happening? Oh to my you? god, he's got the mange again. I'll do it. You in? Sure. No haircuts for t- 2022. Okay. I don't. It's not going to raise money for anything. We can't give it away no. at the end of the year for cancer. Nobody eh? wants. No our way. Hair. What do I'm you the mean? Only, I'm the only one that'll grow hair in this studio. What are you talking the rest about, of you guys? Come on. You'll look great. Yeah. Mine grows. grows. You I'll can have Sebastian Bach hair by the time it's over. Yeah, with. he'll have a quarter inch. You'll have Sebastian. <laughs> so we don't have to come to the. Uh, like the realization that this is it. Oh no, I'm there. No, I know, but I mean, this is going to be awful. You, hey, you keep yeah. it, you keep it nice and tight, so yeah. it's not noticeable. When you grow it long, it's going to. Oh, look I know. Stringy and awful. Brady and I will just grow these monk things <laughs> around the edges. I'm going to look like Larry David. <laughs> no, I want to see it grown out. Oh, mine would be awful. Miss Do Booty's already texting over. No, you're not allowed no. to do it. Just, no bad advice from the morning show. And no tracksuits. He's the only one that's hey, got great hey, hair. He's paying your bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm paying your wife's paycheck. I'm paying your wife's paycheck. She's fine. She gets her own money. She works She's hard for the money. money. <laughs> she, yeah. So hard for it, honey. You work hard for the money. So- 
I listened to Diana Ross's song this weekend that says, uh, what's that one where she says, I know, are you with other, there's something about being with a bunch of other chicks, but she can't get enough of you. It's such a non-woman song by today's standards. Uh, it's the, uh, she says, something about, I know about the other girls. And it's a, it was a huge hit. And I'm like, I didn't know this song was all about her just saying, I just love that D. All of her songs seem so pure and clean. God, it was on the, the... Women in Me? I don't know. Play it. All right. It was a... Uh, no, it's not. What's, what's the future? What's some, what's some other ones? All right. I got to find it now that I'm thinking about it. But I never thought of Diana Ross. called Girls. Woman, I, this time I know it's for real. I feel love. <laughs> See, these are the ones that I uh, picture. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. It's <laughs> what? I don't know why this is even You're taking up. in a heavy dose of Diana Ross. No, it was, it was on TV. Oh. Is it Bad Girl? What is it, bro? Well, that's, that's Donna Summer, isn't it? Upside Down. Yeah, you said Donna Summer. Upside Down. Or, no, did I, say, I meant Diana Ross. Oh, Diana Ross. Yeah, Diana Ross. No, I said Donna Summer. She worked hard for the money. And I yeah, said, yeah. I listened to a Diana Ross song. But it's all about, like, yeah, uh, respectfully, I say to thee, I'm aware oh, that's that upside you're down. Yeah. But no it's one makes me, down. like, she's, I can't, I don't care what you do. Just give me that D. Upside down. Like, she knows he's doing anything he wants. She just wants his D. Respectfully, I say to thee, I'm aware that you're cheating. And I'm like, what is this? Like? Her being a whore. I didn't picture Diana Ross ever being a whore. People never knew the lyrics on this. She was just so coked up yeah, when you're yeah, dancing you're on the Upside down, you're turning me. You're giving love instinctively. Round and round, you're turning me. Then she starts singing about this dude's just D is floating all over the city. Yeah, it must be. Boy, you turn me. In, inside out, inside round and round. It's like tearing her apart. Tearing her apart. And she doesn't care what else he does. It's like a, it's the worst Boy, woman anthem ever. Inside All she does is just take this dude's D. The whole song's about her just getting D'd all over the place. It's getting turned inside. Oh, man. She dating Lex Steele back in the day. What? When no one makes me feel like you do. Go ahead. Bang everybody. Just bring it back to me every keep, once keep in a while. Keep knocking my Keep that magic And you know what that song is? Pre-AIDS. That's when everybody got all uppity. <laughs> got all uptight. And I know you're slinging seed all over the place. Just keep bringing it home. It's got to be right around the time of Patient Zero for that, isn't it? Yeah, but we weren't worried about it. I guess you're right. It was a gay cancer. Diana Ross thinking about that. D's everywhere. Give me that. She's eating out of the trash. Chipotle is selling a cilantro-flavored soap. You can get it at chipotlegoods.com. One bar costs eight bucks. And that's the complaint about cilantro. Some people think it tastes like soap. It's like a gene, right? You, yeah. You, have you either have the gene. Yep. I love it. Yeah, and then I some people, too. it's like eating dial. Texter wants to jump back a bit. John, I cannot let this slide. Okay. You've talked about Brady's love of food. Mm-hmm. He said earlier cilantro flavored soap, not cilantro scented <laughs> soap. He's even willing to, to eat cleaning products if there's a if food, food yeah. theme to I them. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either. Yeah. How did none of us catch yeah, that? I guess, we, I guess we're, we're just so used to it. Yeah. Go to the, the tape. tape. We've seen Brady eating soap before. This is pumpkin spice. Oh. Sudsy. Chipotle's making a cilantro flavored, flavored soap. soap. That's right. Dangerous for the folks who are like Brady that we're listening. It is not edible. Right. We it need is to made clarify. with real cilantro. We need to clarify. Brady, put a little more shavings in that soap over here, my burrito. I need some more cilantro in there. Out. Don't listen to him, Brady. You can eat soap. It's fat-free. In fact, it's made of fat, which is ironic. It's got some coriander in it. It's lovely. It's boiled up fat. Scrub yourself up and then eat it. 
<laughs> whatever's left. When you get down to that weird little sliver, oh, of soap, just it. pop it in your mouth like gum. There's big news about how uh, much many people are coming to visit each other on the holidays. It started in Thanksgiving. Now they're following up and saying Christmas even more so. Two-thirds of Americans say that spending quality time with their family, including extended family, is the best part of the holidays. 88% of people are expecting to entertain people or, or go over to another person's place. Huh. Are Which you having people? Is yours empty this year? Uh, yeah. You going anywhere? Not going Just anywhere. the three. Yep. Playing viola and staring at each other. Yep. Jehovah Witnesses sound yeah, that much man, better. Man, that does man. sound pretty good. Does Kirby wake you up in the morning with green sleeves or anything? No. <laughs> but that's a great idea. She's playing green sleeves, right? That's a standard for the Christmas. Does she green practice? sleeves? You haven't heard? I don't think so. You, you know green sleeves. It's a tradition with terrible eighth grade shows. Yeah. It's, it's, you've heard it and you've probably blanked it from your brain because the only time you heard it was at every eighth grade recital ever. They ruined this beautiful song. I make an eighth graders play it, which means it's pretty easy to play. She's not working on green sleeves. You're not. Uh, I'll get the. I'll get the. Uh, I'll get the song line up. Can you not? There's hear a her couple practice? of. Her, no, I don't. Most no. of the practice is at school, uh, and then um, if she goes back in her room. Believe it or not, you can't really hear it. And plays video games. games. And angels sing. Because those kids can play it so yeah, well. it's, uh, okay. For stupid people with mush brains to figure out each note takes. They'll speed it up a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. And I don't know who wrote it. Johan something. I'll record a sample that's a good, for that's you. A good bet. Dude's just an underground auger bit every time an eighth grade recital happens because they ruin his work. I know you'll be excited about this. KFC's oh, William Chatterton Dix. Sorry. <laughs> Billy Dix. Yep. Oh, Billy Dix wrote Greensleeves. <laughs> I am William Chatterton Dix, and I've come up with a piece that will amaze, and it's profound, it's amazing work, and I'd love to have you hear it. Here's a bunch of eighth graders ruining it, though. <laughs> so if KFC is back with their Christmas Yule Logs. You can burn them oh, yeah. in the fireplace, and it smells, smells like, like chicken. KFC. Fantastic. William. 1998. Your song you did that sounds like donkeys being raped. No, no, it's a brilliant song. Eighth graders make it sound like donkeys being raped. Well, here's a little bit more about William. He uh, was struck with a near, a sudden near-fatal illness and confined to bed rest for several months, during which time he fell into a deep depression. Yeah. After Out him, of this deep yeah. depression green came green sleeves. Yeah. And then created depression for the rest of us as right, the Rhodes right. Junior High, uh, you know, viola and violin crew honk through that. I had to play that on clarinet in fourth grade. I should go to his grave and apologize. <laughs> it is pretty standard fare in it's, junior high, high it's school. It's there. They're going to hear green sleeves this weekend. And it's going to seem like the song is 13 minutes long. It's like in Agata de Vida. Uh, it just doesn't end. Yeah, it's like it's like Pussifer. It's just like, come on, Maynard, it's too much. Yeah, play a little Inagata Devita as a kid's thing, and maybe I'll go. That would be great song about the pedophile that's watching marching band staple. Oh no, wait, that was Iron Lung. Yeah, do a little Iron Lung. 
Some guy in England recently showed up at the ER with something stuck in his butt. Hmm. Claimed it was an accident. He's another Englishman. He accidentally sat on the World War II artillery shell. Oh! Oh! (laughs) I was just going to say, how do you do that? How do you not notice that that's... Basically, it's like the bullets that were shot out of tanks. Anyway, they can't they were be able little. to get out. No damage. Oh, he's got to have a big ass. Man. Yeah, that's a... Whew. An there it is. Today. In the bag. It's the size of a human hand. <laughs> you noticed that thing penetrating. It was on the couch. I sat on it. I believe it was a small accident. It was splendid. Somebody put it on the chair, point end up, and I, I threw myself down that day, nude and fairly lubricated and ready to go. Peace and love to everyone. Please remove this from my bottom. He shoved that phallus right in and then told, had the nerve to tell the hospital it was a goof. Whoops. The soap went in as well. You want to grab that? Also, I've lost a class ring. While you're in there, just, you know. Yeah, there's oh, no accident yeah. behind that one, is there, Brett? That no. Is, uh, Rummage around in there. You'll find more. Found an artillery shell. Yes. There's more. Looks like some type of old lasagna. Yeah, that was from a fun Saturday, wasn't it? He's had some ass playing. Oh, in, yes. In the past. I can shove an entire artillery, artillery chair up my ass. <laughs> I was watching Fury. I just, you know, I got very excited. Love that film. Love old World War II movies. That, that, that makes me just extremely horny. If I could take the whole front end of a cannon, I would do it. You know, those tanks rolls by with those giant dicks hanging off the front. Well, at least that's what I call them. A New Orleans judge has sentenced a man who admitted to tricking women into changing his diapers. Menchaca? Paul Menchaca Jr. Jr.? <laughs> In New Orleans. Yeah, we've got a new one. He's got... So, the judge, uh, the guy's name is um, Rutledge Diaz IV. Wow. Judge He's a Gabriel. Mexican butler from uh, Rutledge. New Orleans. A feat family wow. in New Orleans. Hmm. Judge Hunter Harris... Uh, originally, he was going to give a guilty plea. His lawyer said, you know, they weighed it out a little bit. Said he's got, my client has uh, right. mental problems. Rutledge Diaz the, uh, fourth does. Yeah. Suffers from mental health and substance abuse. He described his actions as a response to childhood sexual trauma. Probably. Now, did he have, pretend, did he do the Paul Menchaca Jr. and pretend to be mentally challenged? Yes. And hire nurses? Two ladies came out and said, you know what? I used to believe that almost everyone in the world was inherently good. (laughs) Till now. (laughs) That guy ruined it. Until Diapergate. (laughs) I just love that there's a second person on the planet that purposefully (laughs) s*** himself (laughs) for pleasure. I know. Like we thought first. Yeah, it had to be inspired by Paul Menchaca here in town. That guy got away with, what, 18 times or something? We're still trying to get Jeremy. Uh, when, when we're allowed to go out, Jeremy's job is going to be man on the street stuff. And he's going to go back in time, morning sickness uh, follow-ups. I had Gary Harper on Channel 3. Yeah. I went back and visited the family whose lives I saved and checked out their fridge because I'm growing at an inordinate rate. And who helped you? Three on your side did. And he usually gets him a few hundred bucks back, but he does a follow-up. We could get Jeremy to go interview Paul Manchaka Jr. And better still, his father namesake Paul Monsa. And this is a there's four other Rutledge Diaz's that have to live with this guy being the news story. Yes, yeah, so Ru- 
Rutledge pleaded guilty to possession of methamphetamines, possession of drug paraphernalia, and four counts of human trafficking. He's paying for sex services. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Brett, you have to imagine. And for that, he got 400 hours of community service. Um, wow. Five years of probation. And a lifetime supply no, of, of diet. No drugs. Anytime he goes out, he has to go through a drug uh, program. So the guy had to stand in the mirror. Internet at porn addiction. Develop his character. In order to play pretend, he had to study a retarded person for a while. <laughs> this has to be a plan. You don't just look in the mirror and go, okay. Call someone. I have to keep this alive for a little while longer. And because Paul Manchaka did it, and then the lady got wise, went around the block, and Paul Manchaka, Kaiser Sose, is out the house totally normal (laughs) and walks to his dad's place, and she's like, that guy just rooked me, and I'm covered in his own feces. 18th time. Yeah. (laughs) It was like for $30 a day, which was worse. Uh, Quick change. Hello? Hello? Hi, thank you for calling Adult Services. Can I help you? I've made poopies again. Paul? Yes? We'll be over in a minute. Oh, boy. But wait, who, who are you sending over? He's can I make a request? Rick, Rick can come over there. No. No, not Rick. I don't want Rick. <laughs> um, no, Rick, please. Virginia. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. Oh, Virginia's off right now. No, Rick, Virginia. All right, we'll see if we can we can get her. Oh, boy! <laughs> call her at home. <laughs> Gotta do us a biggie. I don't want to go anymore. But he'll pay you extra. He's always erect. He's mentally challenged, you bitch. <laughs> get over there. He doesn't Quit know being what he's doing. so bitch. insensitive. He doesn't know what he's doing. Do you want your $30 or not? Oh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> All right, Paul. Keep it together. She's on her way. When she's here, turn on the retard 100%. Oh, doorbell's ringing. I better take a huge crap. Oh, you think he goes to 11 at the doorbell? Yes, it's got to yeah. be fresh. Oh. Thank God you're here. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, Pauline, are you hard again? Paul can't help it. Paul's poopy makes me happy. And you know he made the call on one of them. The reason why he got busted is like, I think I can fit it in. I've got lunch with mom and dad at one yeah. o'clock. <laughs> it's like me and those weird, uh, those fake butts. Yeah. Megan says, yeah, I got till 11.15, she'll be home. I'm going to use the fake butt. <laughs> but he had to wait. Mom's coming over at 12. It's 10.30. Uh, meet Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello? And you can hear his mom in the other room. Maybe he's walking Are you around. On phone again? Huh? Are you I have to go, Virginia. My mom told my beep. I'll call you later. <laughs> no, mom. Everything's fine. You think he paces around beforehand? There's going to be a diaper changing party going on. <laughs> <laughs> we got a diaper changing crap party going on up in here. <laughs> okay, showtime. <laughs> Find my muse. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna do my breathing exercises. Meh. Hello, hello, hello. All right, Paul, lay down. I know you're not retarded. Please don't tattle. Hey, there's a friend of mine named Rutledge in New Orleans. Uh, I <laughs> foot the bill. You want to go over there and wipe his ass? Maybe, First off, you have a job. Maybe he's doing it from prison, yeah. like Hannibal Lecter. It could Coaching. be. <laughs> but you know yeah. what, though? What an angel. 
Rutledge's wiper was. That woman got into a profession. Two women. To wipe two. asses of people who can't. Yeah, he got two angels. I mean, think of the... What an empath you would have to be to feel the pain enough of someone else's suffering to want to wipe a stranger's ass. Don't I think I'd rather be a lunch lady. You. I'd rather be a yeah, Forget it. <laughs> I'd rather be just <laughs> crank me in the head with a small hammer. The rewards and are different. Make me forget math. <laughs> oh, no. I can't wipe my bottom. And he had to act compl- like his hands didn't work. He had to go full. And Rutledge had to do the same. Rutledge followed Paul Menchaca's lead and tried it, and it worked a couple of times. My name is Rutledge Diaz DeFore. Hola, senorita. Esquire. Esquire, I'm also a lawyer. <laughs> Hello. Okay, don't screw it up. Look here, Rutledge Diaz DeFore. She is here. <laughs> Can you imagine one time? Oh, Paul, you didn't use a diaper. <laughs> oh. oh. Hola, senorita. <laughs> Welcome to Rutledge Diaz de Force home. Cutter, as it were. I've made poopies with Chipotle. <laughs> it's gonna be a big one. Take your pants off, Rutledge. Okay. So, uh, <clears throat> lady, what exactly uh, do you do in your free time? I wipe people's asses for money. I go home and cry. That's what I do in my free time. Brett's making notes. When you were a child, did your guidance counselor say that the only thing you were qualified to do is clean the (laughs) off of the handicapped? Actually, yes. What a pathetic existence. (laughs) Don't judge me, Rutledge. Just open your legs a little more. I gotta get get it off your thighs. What? I eat Mexican food. (laughs) I had that too (laughs) fast. I am from New Orleans. It isn't too far. What's too far is that guy. <laughs> My recreation is your problem. Door closes. Yeah. Another successful day. <laughs> well, it looks like I have to clean off the old tummy puddles. Thanks to another fantastic performance by Rutledge Diaz Quattro. <laughs> and he's in there dancing. She comes I forgot my... Hey! She's so well trained she can't spot a phony mental. Uh. I guess you don't look for that when you're wiping... Corn off a of thighs. No. <laughs> How much training do you need? Yeah, for not that, much. Though, so. You know what? Enough to like the the day you're qualified and you get your graduation papers is the first day you don't throw up on the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dry heaving is okay. Oh God! A little to the left, please. That's, that's the spot. There it is. Oh, you can really feel the saucy going away. I oh, feel God. relaxed. <laughs> a oh, little God. too relaxed. Oh, God. He's got pictures of Paul Chuck all over his room. <laughs> He's my idol. Stop. Stop being a person who takes that job. This is why there's 7 billion people on the planet. No, Bray. This is why there's 7 billion people on the planet. We need to not take care of the people who can't wipe their own asses if you're, the, if you're a stranger. That's for family only. Strangers no. should never you shut wipe. your mouth. No. Nope. Brady, strangers should never wipe each other's asses. That should be a human law. Then, then nobody strangers can wipe asses because you're asses. by your thing. You and your dad have an agreement not to wipe each other's asses. And we're family. I know. That's what I'm saying. Goddamn you right. buy a bidet. <laughs> yeah. Or done. Or you get in the bottom of the pool. Because <laughs> if you can. For the final look, wipe. The bottom line is if you can still make a phone call to get someone to wipe your ass. 
You can wipe your own eyes. It's hard to argue that point. I think the defense rests. <laughs> yeah. <since> then- <laughs> Thank you very much. I am Rutledge Diaz Junior Quattro, the fourth Esquire. Guilty! Senior Junior. So he's Rutledge Diaz Junior Senior Senior Junior. Yep. That's the fourth. And the three other guys who share his name, so proud that when you Google Rutledge Diaz, <laughs> that's what comes up now. How's your son doing? Not good. Rut four? Hey, uh, Rutledge three, did I see in the paper that your boy pretends to be retard and gets corn wiped off his thighs by strangers? I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's yeah. right here. It's on the internet. That's, that's, it's, in fact, it's you. nationwide now. Rut three says he's dumb. He got caught. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Rut three's in there teaching his kids something new. You got to act like you had a stroke. The whole left side's got to sink. Come on, Rut. Come on, Rut. You're not even trying. Best of rerun from the morning sickness. Now, nah, this game's... All right, you're an idiot. You're out on this. <laughs> Brady's, Brady's questions have made me not want to play now. Bra- you didn't I, get that when he was giggling uh, halfway through I, the song? I saw the giggling, but I was busy, and uh, now I'm... Uh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Anyway, uh, we're going to start this game. Don't be an idiot. It's the theme of 2021. We've done enough idiocy for 2020. Don't be an idiot, 2021. I'm not being an idiot. I had tickets to the Steelers and Browns game Sunday. Why can't I go? I shouldn't. Don't be an idiot. Wandering around three different airports, hanging out in different cities, traveling. Can't do it. If it wasn't for the plane travel, I could have figured out a way to isolate. I couldn't, so I'm I'm not going. Breaking my heart. But now we get to play a game called Don't Be an Idiot. Brett's got a quick trigger. You're going to be the ultimate judge of whether this person just acted like an idiot or answered the questions properly. Okay. All right. I don't want to hear you acting like an idiot like Brady. Thought he'd be cute. Just didn't answer the goddamn question he was asked. Had to throw in idiot stuff at the end. Brady, what uh, two teams play in New York? Jets and the Giants. Technically, Giants are in New Jersey. Technically, they're both New Jersey. Gone. Although you're gone. So go f*** yourself. Get out of here. All right. Are we ready? We're ready. Let's go to the phones and find out who is our first potential idiot. We got one of two Justins on the line. Justin, are you there? I am here. Justin, are you an idiot? I am not an idiot. All right. You know how to play. Off to a good you start. understand the game, correct? Yes, yes, sir. I'm trying not to doozy all over myself. Yeah, don't, don't jack doozy <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I like that. All right, here we go. Uh, five questions. All we need. What are dried plums called? Prunes. That's right. What's Pac-Man's name? Pac-Man. That's right. What's What are American cosmonauts called? Astronaut. That's right. What's heavier, a pound of steel or a pound of feathers? They weigh the same thing, man. <laughs> What's there? All right, now you're being an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't need don't your get, garbage. Don't get cocky. He's out. Don't get cocky. Goodbye, Justin. Yeah. Roll. Asshole. <laughs> Five. He had one left until he started yeah. getting all snotty. Yeah. I saw Brett's finger go up. Yep. We're done with this guy. I'm done with this guy. <laughs> now you get it? Don't be an idiot. Just answer the questions. How hard is this? All right. All right. Uh, we got broke dick Chris who's uh, wiped his phone. <laughs> oh, no. Another one? Yeah. Chris, how come you can't pay your own bills? <laughs> uh, not like that, man. Uh, that's, that's, wait, hold on a second. I'm almost ready to hang up now. I'm going to start again. How come you don't pay your own bills? <laughs> I got my own line. I'm absolutely using a coworker's phone. She called in and she oh. was nervous. <laughs> You're lying. That's a good, that's a good yeah, cover. Yeah, I like yeah. it. All right. Are you ready to play? 
Yep, I'm ready. Are you an idiot, you think? I don't think so. All right, here we go. What's Arizona's nickname? Uh, Dap, you're out. Yeah, See you, idiot. Yeah. Bye. No us. Buy a goddamn phone, too. What <laughs> hell's wrong with you? I like this. I like being the ultimate judge of idiots. No us. <laughs> we don't need that. Page one is going. Who you got? Uh, Justin, number two. Justin, are you there? I'm here, John. All right. Are you ready, Justin? I'm ready. All right. Don't be an idiot. No, no idiot noises, no nothing. On speakerphone. Hey, turn your radio down. Hey, he's on speakerphone. That's that's it. They're done. Not on speakerphone. No, somebody else is talking to me. Can you shut that guy up? Yep. All right, good job. All right, here we go. Good luck, Justin. Name, name the two teams that Michael Jordan played for. Michael Jordan, the Sun. No, I, oh <laughs> but Justin's are, are idiots today. The question. Yeah. Justin's are Did idiots he say today. The Suns? No, he asked if what is if it was one of his sons played for. Wow. Just to answer the question. Right, no, the Suns made it. That now we got it. Was pretty clear. Now we got one it. of my personal favorites. President John is on the All phone. Right. President John, are you there? Hey, what's going on, Humberg? Hey. I am here. All right, here we go. You're not an idiot, right? <laughs> No, I'm more of a dumbass, but uh, we'll right. see. Do you demand affirmative action and you only want to answer three questions? Yeah. Nah, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. You are just, that's an insult to your people. You say, no, I answer as many questions. No, you don't do that. That's terrible. He was All answering right. for the black side, not yeah, the. I know what he was answering for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we get it. We know exactly what it is. All right, are you ready? You're going to know this first I'm one. I'm ready. What two teams did Michael Jordan play for? Oh, shit, man, I got off my phone. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. Is that gone? Is that gone? Oh, oh, come on. Oh, man, I love the guy. Come on. This is the difference. Here's what I'm saying. If if at school the question was on your paper, oh. what two teams did Michael Jordan pay for? And you wrote down, ah, oh, see, now I know the answer to this. Just answer the question. Uh, all right, we're, now we're going blind, so this may be Kathleen, and maybe it's not. not. It's a man. Kathleen, are you there? Yeah. Figured. Yeah. How come? How come Kathleen pays your phone bill? It's under my wife's name. We know. How come right. she? How come? Oh, I don't know. Way she set it up. I pay for it, but it's under her name. All right. I don't believe you. All right, here we go. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Ready? Two teams that what? Michael Jordan played for. Bulls and the Wizards. Right. Uh, what was the date of the St. Valentine's Day massacre? February 14th. Exactly. Nice. Name three shellfish. Crab, shrimp, lobster. Beautiful. Well done. Is there ham and hamburger? No. Thanks, right. Brady. What's an Academy Award called? Oh, uh, that- oh, oh, my God. Bye, Kathleen. Just keep it quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. All right, one more. Uh, uh, maybe Brenda, maybe not. Brenda, are you there? No, it's Miguel. No. One yeah, of our goddamn listeners pays for his bill. Wow. All right. All right. Why does your wife pay your bills? I told you last time, it's oh. the only one she pays. All right. <laughs> it's the only one. That's right. All right, are you ready? I hope so. All right, don't be an idiot. No uhs. That's the biggest part of being an idiot. People know you're an idiot when you start saying, uh, uh, that's idiot stuff. All right, what's an Academy Award called? Academy Award. Goodbye. Uh, Pay your own bills. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want one more, bro. All right. Here we go. Uh, we'll try Jim. Jim. If this is a girl, I'll be blown away. Jim, are you there? People know you're here. Jim, turn your radio down. All right. What's an Academy? All right. Turn your radio. Okay, Jim. 
Here we go, Jim. Anytime, Jim. He's got it. Ready, Jim? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Don't be an idiot. What is the name of Japanese rice wine? Oh, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> Go out in the fl- blaze of glory. Yeah, yeah. I got to give him credit yeah, on that one. It. Yeah, all right. That's Saki. Academy Award is an Oscar. You want to go one more? I want to play with Brady. Oh, okay. All right, ready, Brady? Yeah. <laughs> you got a big smile on your face. <laughs> Describe a peninsula. Land that pops out into water. Mm, incorrect. No, that's Pops out which way? Because I mean, an island can pop yeah. out into water. An island is surrounded by water. What's a yeah. peninsula? Is it land that pops out into water? You're thinking nope. of Florida only. It's like just three sides. Yeah. My <laughs> definition works. Yeah. It no, it doesn't. Or is it an Because it works definition. for an island. Right, yeah. Because it pops out into water, what, too. Then what would the accepted definition be? Three sides. That's the definition. Yeah. Not just the accepted yeah. one. Yeah. What's the accepted <laughs> one? I don't know. <laughs> Another idiot question. Yeah. Glad Brady got this it, question. Yeah. <laughs> it's just three oh, sides wait, of it. So it's a triangle. Triangle. Sure yeah, I wasn't sure, too. Hold on. Like I thought it would have been like like Cape Cod or something. Just kind of extends off the, off of, off the mainland. It's so, Cape Cod is a peninsula. Yeah. 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 Okay, it extends off of land, get... and it's got three sides. Of it. And one side yeah. is one side's connected to land. Because what happens if it's on four sides? What happens if it's on four sides? Then it's an island. Hold on. Did you hear his question? What was it? peninsula have two sides. How can that be? If it's a triangle, then it's not a peninsula. They wouldn't call that a poking out into the water. Like a triangle. If it's a man-made peninsula, it's still, it has to be two sides. I'll do it. So it, it comes to a point. It has three sides still because it's got a point and two sides. So you're calling a point a side. So a triangle oh is... If, if you, uh, oh, my goodness. You are arguing the, the <laughs> definition of peninsula. The question is, can a peninsula have two sides? No. And it says no. Okay. Because it has to go around it. What has to go around? If you if you put a <laughs> water, wow. where's rock water start? <laughs> please can please continue. Peninsula has three sides. Triangulation okay. still gives it an this? ending. Yeah. What's an isthmus? Ooh, I forget. Two sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's land land isthmus. There we go. Uh-huh. On two no, sides, you're, no. you're the other two sides are land, land that narrow yeah. into like what the isthmus connects. Yeah. So it would be like something like a bridge almost that goes in the water. Peninsula okay. is on three yeah. sides. Peninsula has gotcha. three sides. And but you're saying the triangle you're making. You're angry point. about this. No, no, no. I just. But the, the, the point. This is two sides. But Brady, the point of, of the your land. peninsula yeah. is still where you have to turn and make a new thing. So you would have to make that point like a minuscule, non measurable thing to not have its own turn of a peninsula. Peninsula is on three sides. There's water. I can't believe you're arguing with me and then putting triangles in the drink. That's what I had to clear up. That the, no, you didn't have to clear no, it up. No. You, you created it, and then we had to clear a, it up. I mean, my instant definition was land that pops out into water, but it right. has to be three But so sides. does an island. Pop island is, it uh, breaks the surface of the water. Pops out, but into I'm the saying, water. pops out of the water. You can't argue with this. Stop it. To say, oh, okay, three sides, I see. I'm going to keep going with you. How many ribs do you have? Thirteen. Mm, you're short by a lot. <laughs> did you I eat, ate, did you I eat ate 11 six, of your uh, own ribs? <laughs> uh, does a sea sponge have a heart? No. That's right. What was Humpty Dumpty? 
An egg. That's right. I've also accepted a story. Uh, what, what ocean is the Great Barrier Reef? Pacific. That's right. How many points is a touchdown worth? Six. That's right. What astrological sign is the line? Leo. That's right. See, you did good. That peninsula thing had you going off With on idiot sides. No, no. And then I'm going to do Brady's question for Brett. Uh-oh. Finish this poem. No. I've got a few this Brady questions for no. Now, this is the guy who just argued about uh, peninsulas and their definition, which has been well established. Finish the poem. All right. Push the button. Pull the chain. <laughs> Nothing. These were Brady's questions. No. <laughs> Out comes a chocolate choo-choo train. Oh. You're dumb. <laughs> Idiot. I'm dumb. You're I didn't idiot. put that question out there. <laughs> You're an idiot. Mine at least had some relevance. Uh, how about this? Milk, milk, lemonade. Uh, now I'm done. Around the corner, fudge. Oh, that's right. What's that? All right. <laughs> Bray's other question. What country uh, invented Swiss cheese? Switzerland. That's right. I assume that's right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> These are Bray's questions. I don't know if it was another one. Uh, coast is spelled C-O-A-S-T. What do you put in a toaster? T O A S T. Unfortunately, you put bread in the toast. Oh, right. oh, I'm, right. I'm, I'm an idiot. That's yeah, I did. The White Stripes founder was Jack White. What do cows drink? Milk. Water. They oh, make yeah. milk. Yeah, Jesus got me. Christ! Got me. I'm surrounded. I'm a me. peninsula. <laughs> You're an isthmus. Just on two sides, though. Just on two sides. I'm a Brady Peninsula. I'm a two-sided. I'm surrounded by water, and then the rest is just space. There's an isthmus, Brady. There's photos. Photos will help, like a Denny's menu. That's, all, that's what I'm trying to do. Now find his triangular land mass. What if it comes to a direct and sharp point? Where? In my head. Well... Ren and Stimpy, and your fa- what are you staring at right now? That you're you're bothering me that you're trying to make something been, uh, in that isthmus. Yeah, I have been on one. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, that doesn't make what them any more true. Maybe even two. <laughs> you may have stood on two isthmuses. Uh, I can't wait for the new rules of Rock Wars. Oh, so, yeah. Oh no, oh, I've got a good one. Do you? All right, good. Boy, is it ever mentally. <laughs> yeah. I just had two idiots crash into my building. <laughs> of Holmberg's morning sickness. I laugh that the NBA pretends that they're in it for the Hispanic uh, people because they they wouldn't even put any of you guys on a team. There's no possible way any of you would show up. It's a celebration when one Mexican guy is playing basketball because the NBA's like, never! We want to win! Mexican guys playing basketball. We will take your money, so los sons. And the thing that makes it incredibly Hispanic or Latinx is to take the the part and make it los. That's how you know they care about your culture. It's the suns still, but it, now it's the los suns. Huh? Comboing up. Yeah, the word suns, we don't need to change that into the Spanish word. Nah. That's a, that's a proper noun. We don't switch those out from English to Mexican. That's true, Spanish. We just add los. What's the back of my shirt say, Brett? Can you read that? It says enche bebie. Noches N E N E. I don't know. I don't know how they pronounce it. Yeah. Noches N A B A. Yeah. Be a good. Be a good. Be a night fan. Noches is right. night, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because anyway. that's when it's Noches. Yeah. That's right. A good night. Good no, night. Good night. My back says yeah, good, good night. night. They, they just. They, you know what? The Suns pandered so hard they just put a couple Spanish words on the back of the shirts. Good night. Enjoy the night. Yeah, I don't know. 
What if I'm wearing it? It's morning. I'm wearing it. But I have my los. Look at that, Brady. I'm supporting an entire culture because the word los is on my shirt. And then they're, they're playing the Los Celtics tonight, which is just screams cultural. And it's safe because you got a little reflector bar. I know. The there's a reflector bar for when I'm being stabbed. Night, yeah. Which, the back of the shirt. It probably says stay inside at night. Yeah. And I didn't even read it. It's dangerous out there, Los Suns. The Los Celtics are coming to town. Because nothing screams uh, Mexican heritage like the word Celtics and a few four-leaf clovers, you know? <laughs> Los Celtics will be here tonight. <laughs> you know... People know when they're being pandered to and patronized. They know when they're having their money stolen. And NBA, you've done a terrible job of saying it's cultural appropriation. I mean, cultural uh, appreciation night. Los Suns, that shows we care. Now get yourself some Dos Equis. <laughs> Have a night, huh? A noche. Have a noche. Some of the word they just spanglish it up a little bit. Cracks me up. Maybe they'll have... Uh... They sons and they sell That's what's going to happen soon because you got that hard times dancing up there with the girls. They sons. Yeah, that's a good idea. Them sons. Blow sons. Sis sons. Stupid. No, you can't have sis sons. Uh, that's I don't know. the I'm enemy. Sis is a, a, a man who knows he's a man who knows he likes women. Why not have a special night for that? Otherwise known as a man. I'm just I'm just an opportunity for 73 separate nights. That's right. You could. That could be. Well, they only have 41 home games. Now, so you got to double up. Every half you yeah, change. You on the road. Sis sons. But the low sons pandering away. You know what else was pandering the other day? And this is... I, I, look. We have, we have lost the plot so badly. The other day there was a commercial where some kids in a house... And I've not seen a commercial recently where anybody matches. Like, we play pretend that every household is a Chinese kid, a black kid, uh, uh, you know, like a white mom, and then some Mexican dad. And they're all together. Like, everybody's adopted. Everybody's just living in this. I'm like, all right, I'll give you that, that this is a... And then they, they're on the horn with Santa. And they're like, what, what would you like for Christmas this year? I'm like, hmm, that's an urban Santa. I can hear that. And then they shoot Santa, and he's black. And I'm fine with Black Santa. I have one in my house. I think they're fantastic, mainly for the laughs. But here's why Santa, it would be like if, if all of a sudden we did a movie about people at the equator and they were all from Sweden, just to be... Santa lives in the North Pole. Pigment plays a part on Earth. I hate to break it to everybody, but where you live has a huge... Like, nobody is going to live on the North Pole their entire existence and come out uh, looking as dark as this guy was. It's just not happening. He's going to lighten up up there. It's just better for your skin to not have dark skin. Like Eskimos. I don't know if you can call them that anymore. They have, their eyes are the way they are. Designed. Designed. The light. Well, the light uh, reflecting off the snow and yeah. also the wind-whipped snow and the stuff that comes at them, it's protective. Their skin's naturally thicker. So to have Santa be black, the argument is, why can't he be black? Well, the same reason... I can't be from Nigeria and look just like them. I'm Swedish. You can't just plug me in and say he's Nigerian, man. It just doesn't make sense. If I was in Roots, the entire thing gets messed up. Because if I'm on the on the block and they're trading me, if I'm the leader of Amistad, people are like, this is terrible. Why would you do this? It's so inauthentic. Santa Claus is not black because he's from the North Pole. Now, if he was from Sierra Leone... Or something like that. I'd be like, Santa's black, and we got to get rid of this white uh, bearded man. But it's not a bad thing to be white Santa. It's just I blame not. that on. I mean, if originally the person who created the commercialized yeah. Santa, sure. But started out that way, they he would have always him. been right. If you'd have started Santa off in Africa, yeah, 
He's a black guy. But no white people in America would have allowed that to happen. Some black guy coming in the middle of the night, busting into your house through the chimney. There would have been cops everywhere. It's like what Ari Spears said. His dad told him, never believe in Santa Claus. They immediately told him, there's no such thing as Santa Claus. He said, I'm going to work my ass off all year, have some white guy get all the credit. Get all the credit, yeah. <laughs> and it's true. So you can teach him that way. But I'm watching this commercial, I'm like, when are we going to just stop being stupid? Because it's stupid. And it isn't, like, racist to say Santa's not a black guy. He lives in the North Pole. No self-respecting black man wants to live up there. He'd move. He'd go, all right, elves, pack it up. Let's do this. And I don't think a black guy with a shred of decency in his mind is going to have thousands of slaves. I just don't think that's a thing. And that's what Santa has. He's a slave driving. Uh, he takes a minority group of people and he drives them into the ground with just housing. That's We're it. convinced that they're happy. They never travel. We're told nothing else. They don't travel. The elves are stuck up there all year long. They, he works them to the bone and then just makes them mate. And it, he casts them It would be a tough off. sell if you said, hey, would you like to live up in the North Pole no. with Santa? No, that's why they're, like, he took a bunch of misfit uh, dwarves from 150 years ago and said, you guys all come with me. Uh, I, he enslaved them. We're told they're dwarves. Well, the reason, well they're elves. The reason elves, that he uses yeah. them is because their hands are tiny and they can make smaller toys. Hmm. Well, that would like mean, Asians. That would mean Willy Wonka is a, is a oh, slave driver, Oh, complete slave driver. Absolutely. He stole Wow. The but according to him, he rescued. Rescued. Yeah, he rescued. Please. Please. From what? Well, I want dogglers. Hornswogglers. Yeah. Well, there were hornswogglers, that's for sure. And then somebody tried to call him out. There's no such thing as a hornswoggle. We are the dreamers of the dream. He just basically told the guy, hey, F off. go f*** yourself. That's my story and I'm sticking you to wanna it. You want to win this factory or not? <laughs> you, want, you want my money or not? You're going to play along. And you're going to start enslaving the little orange people like I did. But the commercials, I, like, every family has, like, my favorite ones are, like, I'll give it to you when they're gay couple. There's a black guy and a Mexican guy, and they're gay, and they've got a Chinese kid, and, like, a, I don't know, something indiscriminate, like, something no one knows what it is. Like, it's, is it Portuguese, or I don't know what that is. And they're all sitting around a really nice dinner table. I'm like, I'll give you that. But uh, every family now, TV is trying to tell you, is like, well, this one and this, this we're all... This, Nothing looks like anything anymore. It used to be like I want... I understand when people used to say I want TV to look more like diversified. Like the Cosby show represented, before we found out he was raping everybody, represented something we'd never seen. A successful black family, a happy, successful black family on television that had money and everything else. I'm like, that's diverse. That that looks like something. This is like 1% of the population is like this. We got two adopted kids. We've got this. And we're like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then Santa's... Like Asian people would lose them. Like Santa was Asian. Like, come on, what are we doing? It has to be a certain thing because it's pandering. Like Los Sons, yeah. And pandering is obvious. And people that celebrate it aren't bright. Diversity's good. Pandering is almost more insulting than racism because it's singling your race out and doing the bare minimum to say they care. And the bare minimum is changing the word the to Los. You didn't buy that shirt, did you? Oh, sure I did. A- I didn't see it. I thought I love the Suns logo. It looks like the pinball logo from the slot machine I love in Las Vegas. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. That font's cool. And it showed up and it said Low Suns. I'm like, I helped the pandering. I helped the pandering. And the dude who printed up the label for my house had to go, John Holmberg? Los Suns? What's this Jew want a Sun shirt for? <laughs> he should have the Shalom Suns. It's pandering. And it is, it's the thoughts and prayers of diversity. It is the bare minimum of doing anything for a culture. 
the absolute. And you know what else the Suns do? And all sports. I'm blaming the Suns, but all of them are doing it. To celebrate Los Suns Night, we welcome most of the people from Garcia's. And then they go out in these big dresses, and the mariachi band plays, and all you want is chips and salsa the whole time. And they give them a halftime show, and it's boring and awful, and you're like, all right. This is the least you can do for the culture. Just recognizing that they exist is almost more insulting. But if Hard Times is dancing to the mariachi, Oh, he's not. He's not allowed out there, but he makes oh. everything better. Eric Hard Times Moreno. Hard Times! He's the best. But my low sun shirt, when I put it on, I looked in the mirror and I giggled. And I'm like, ah. But now I feel weird. Somebody's going to think I'm making fun, but who's really making fun is the NBA by putting the word Los over any of their team. Los Bulls. You know, there's a word in Spanish for bulls. Well, we're not going to do that. It'll confuse the people who buy the shirts. Can't have the white guys confused. We just have to make them feel like they're doing stuff. I like Mexicans. Look, I changed the word the to Los. I'm practically uh, the mayor of Mexico Town. I don't know where the hell that place is. (laughs) So I'm laughing at it because I'm like, stop it. But, oh, yeah, that black Santa thing has never made sense to me. You talk to a black person. So you Just think the Santa's fear of um, corporations with the commercials right now. Like, if you, you know, even the fact that if you're showing a couple you got to represent every couple Everything. possibility right. out there. Uh, yeah, it's never just a couple of black people, a couple of Mexican people that yeah. kind of liked each other. It's like, and it's like, like dark, like Janny Black and like some albino lady. And then they had a Chinese kid. I don't know how it happened, but that's what, you know, all the commercials want you to believe. And they're just loving Sunny D. That's basically all that's going on. They all turned into It's a Small World on on your commercials. It's like It's a Small World broke boundaries and started banging each other. It's it's a small world. Like, well, hey, wait, Sweden got loose, and they're over there with the with those, uh, you know, you know, the African guys are all in. They have spears and shields and stuff. It's a small world's no good. <laughs> but I'd like to see like the Mexican contingency from It's a Small World instead of being in stereotypical sombreros and such. Put them in a Los Mexico shirt, flannels with the top yeah. button done, <laughs> and bandanas, and yeah, yeah, a little knife fight. <laughs> no different than the sombreros and the big guitars. Kind of little knife fight, robbing a different, like robbing whatever's next to him, or creeping into the next It's a Small World feature. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, swim, they're like swimming over to where whatever's next to it. It'd be Hilarious. nice in the Small World part if you go by the, uh, the Mexico section that you actually get solicited, like buying a wood marlin or, <laughs> like, you know, as you go by on the boat, you get an opportunity to buy some. Oh, Sam Gonzalez. He just emailed me. Los Sam Gonzalez, I like to call him. Uh, Stop whitewashing history. Santa's magic. He has no color. Uh Uh-uh. He does now. He's got color. He's... He's... I've seen all the specials. It's okay that he's white. He still brings all the toys. Don't you love that white guy? We gotta hate white Santa. But it's just weird. We just have to be so inclusive, and it's... They modify the character. You know... Get real technical. He was Greek. Santos? Santa was Greek? St. Nicholas. Oh, well, he was kind of a Greek. You're right. You can't have him doing Greek stuff. You know, he does have a lot of small boys around him. He's the ladies of the evening. He likes small boys. Is he the same guy, or is it just based on... I don't even know how St. Nick is. It's based on St. Nick, and then he became Santa Claus and moved up to the North Pole, which seems like a punishment. Yeah. He's in, the, he's in the witness protection program. Yeah, that's the North Pole storyline came much that's, later. That's a sell. And it worked. That was, it sold a lot it of Coca-Cola. It worked. 
He was in a green suit for a while, too, and that wasn't working as well as the jolly red suit. Pretty cool to see that every once in a while. Yeah, the old green suit. kind of. Neat. Well, Papa Christmas, or whatever they call him over there in Europe, got a big blue gown. And then we had the whole Chris Kringle thing. Yeah, I don't know where any of it comes from. It's all a sell. You're being sold. You're being pandered. You're being uh, patronized. It's, it's los embarrassing is what it is. If everyone would just slow down and put one foot in front of the other. That's all you just... need to do. Chris taught us that a long time ago. So, so true. But now I just feel like I don't belong. Why am I such a misfit? <laughs> I am not just a nitwit. You can't fire me. I quit. Yeah, Herm, 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 will they get rid of that scene? Hermie was a dentist. Why? Because he feels like, well, the whole the show Island about Rudolph is bad. Oh, the shunned. Island of Misfit Toys is, the whole thing's about shunning people. But I guess they did come back to the regular power. No, no, no. All Rudolph's show is, is discard people who are different than you until their difference becomes useful. That's what the Rudolph special teaches you. Yeah. You might have been a little yeah. quick on the decision yeah. to get them out of the crew. Shun the retard until you need him to lift something you can't lift. That's basically what it is. Until you can use his strength, don't deal with it. Rudolph's nose, good God, we can't use this. Can't put this up front. Disgusting. Until it becomes useful. And if you're bully, remove their teeth. That's right. <laughs> they're nothing without their choppers. He's nothing without his choppers. Thanks, Yukon. Weirdo. Holmberg's Morning Sickness on 98KUPD. And then the other thing I saw in the news yesterday, which I thought was hysterical, is that the FDA says, hey, abortion pills, we can mail them to you now. Go get them. Yeah. And, I, and that's fine. However you feel about that's one thing or another. But I saw a bunch of ladies on the news celebrating. And I'm like, what were you planning? Like, why are you so happy about that? You're not pregnant. Like, you're not in trouble right now. You plan to be in trouble so you can get that abortion. Cool. Look at these horrors. Yeah, that's kind of what I found. Like, these sluts are celebrating abortions being through the mail now. Like, you've got a, a big weekend plan to just spreading and taking. I love the idea of having abortion pills in the mail. I can do whatever I want now. That's a weird thing to celebrate. I'm you getting 90 days. One. Yeah, you shouldn't want one, right? I don't think you should want an abortion. It should be available to you, but you shouldn't want one. There's a real fine line there to celebrate it. Now yes. you don't have to do the drive. Yes. I can Amazon deliver that overnight, and I'm a Prime member. No shipping. Yes. Overnight? Oh, my God. Put it in me today. No repercussions. I can burn these ovaries up because the mailman. Is he just standing out there by the mailbox? How you doing? Uh, what's going on? Hi, mailman. Just make with the mail real quick. I got something brewing in my belly. I got to burn out. <laughs> Give me them pills. Give me them pills. Hey, what are you celebrating? Woohoo! Abortion pills. Okay, weirdo. It's whores. Brett's right. Yeah. That is, the, and that's why the rap for the ladies who are real in real trouble. That's why I always say it. Abortion. It's your choice, whore. I'm on your side, but at the same time, if you're celebrating them and got a punch card, knock it off. Oh, well, your next one's free. It isn't birth. <laughs> abortion is not birth control. It's designed specifically for people who are in a, a it, are in a rut and it have does a kind of have that feeling that way. Yeah. Well, that, that is birth. When you're like, hey, you can send us pills, and they're pumping yeah. fists and slapping high fives when they get the news. Like you ladies, we're going to take loads and loads this weekend, and uh, not care. I mean, it eliminates a responsibility thing to go. Eh, I'll just have a man over the in old case. the old abort pill. And that is, by the way, 
Mike Abad's real name, Mike Abord. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. <laughs> did not. Hard to see on our Christmas cards, but yeah. So I don't know what they were celebrating, but I giggled hysterically as I fell asleep at the H and H Ranch watching the news last night. The abortion pills are going to be available in the mail, and ladies' arms are woohoo! Like that is a gaggle of easy ladies right there. I just want it to be as easy as punch and delivered through the mail. When I got the breaking news notification on my phone, it was like the party favors. Yeah, the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> the fireworks. <laughs> You know how easy it is to just unload that unwanted? And I liked what Jeff Dye said. I think every guy deep down is kind of an abortion supporter. Because if the wrong woman came to you and said, I'm pregnant, your mind will change. I don't care how religious you are. You weren't that religious. Yep. That, you weren't so religious that you didn't stuff seed in somebody you shouldn't have. That's when I love. You turn to God and say, it's wrong to do that. But it wasn't wrong to hose that chick in the back of the Ultima. <laughs> you know? I wasn't wrong to say, oops, sorry about that. I got a little excited. Well, now I might be pregnant. Well, we got to keep that. Well, we're not religious right now. Oh, I'll be forgiven for this, but I can't kill a baby. No, I didn't know that. We should have talked before. Yeah, I should probably know your name, too. Anyway, God bless. It was a fun night. I'm going to deliver those abortion pills to just about everybody I know, by the way. I'm going on Amazon doing the gift package deliveries. I'm just, just screw up marriages all over the place. <laughs> Honey, what's this? I don't know. What is it? Ordered abortion pills. Who's Rally Sally? Who is Rally Sally sending you? There's in a book. I opened a book and it was cut out and there's abortion pills in it. $100,000. I appreciate one half of this book. I'm going to need more books. <laughs> I don't know. The whole world's gone to hell in a handbasket. Merry Christmas, everybody. Do you, and Brady, you're probably the kindest one in the room. You want to send money to Rally Sally. But you're also somewhat frugal, so I don't know that you would do this. I'm not feeling the uh, spirit move me that direction right now. She's become kind of a uh, somewhat uh, notable person in Phoenix. Uh, And now she's that person standing on the overpass that you just kind of look at your radio and ignore that they're there. Like, I know you've had a hard time, but I don't need to know about it. Everybody's got trouble. But if you feel like helping Rally Sally, Channel 3 will take your money. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Hell no. And that's what I think. I got my own parents to pay yeah, attention. Exactly. You know? I don't know what I don't know what kind of scam my mom's going to get involved in soon, but I know it's coming. My mom's going to Fox News says send us your money. I think my mom's going to send all of her money to Fox News. I was at my mom's once, and she had a Folgers jar with cash in it, loads of it. Like, what's this? I don't trust the banks anymore. Oh God! <laughs> How much is in here? I'm Good move. Good let's, move. Let's let's get this straight here. Speaking of those pills, Michael just hit us up and says, I can't wait to hear about all the lawsuits of women using UPS and FedEx and all that because the pills got there late and now they have a kid. <laughs> Missed deliveries. Right. The new- I didn't get my pills and now look, <laughs> I have to raise it. Says, Remember when going postal only affected the people who were already alive? <laughs> now the post office is getting you before you even come out. Smart. Nice job, Thomas. Yeah, that one got me. That one made me giggle, like, hysterically. Because the absurdities of life are all I care about. I'm only here for the show, Brady. I'm only here for the it's the, the entertainment. It's release from the pharmaceutical company. That got, We're approved! <laughs> we did it! We're in! <laughs> and what is Planned Parenthood probably mad? Because this cuts business. Which is really weird when they have to have, we got to tell our board, we're, gonna, we're, we're down 20%. We need these whores back in here. <laughs> this goddamn mail order, mail order abortion. What's going on out there? Our business is down. 
Oh, they're going to be upset. Oh, those people protesting out in front of Planned yeah. Parenthood are going to be pissed now, too. They're just going to be at the post be office. At UPS. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, uh, yesterday had Brown. Been, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> yesterday had to have been the biggest uh, pill news between that and then the huge thing they're talking about, the all the fentanyl pills. They, oh, my the God. Giant oh, yeah. Bust. Yeah. But what, you know, and they're saying it's a Sinaloa, 40 people yeah. arrested, huge ring. There's enough fentanyl in there that could kill... Yeah, but half thousands. the population of Arizona could die from what they found if it was manufactured. Isn't that insane? It's crazy because yeah. they also had the powder to make more. Pills. That's what. That's what. And all I think yeah, four million is it was an offering. Here, take this, and then all. I wonder how much stuff is coming through every time oh. those big busts happen. That's not like what you're saying is that's not all of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we found. How much is out there? Because if yeah. they found in one space enough to kill four million people, how much is what uh, happens? The, what don't we know about? Everyone heads over there. Yeah. It seems that way. It's like Crazy. here's a huge thing. It's a big bust. It's a big bust. But it makes you realize how much is actually out there. Because they had enough powder to make pills that would kill half the population of Arizona, or roughly about seven and a half million, I guess. You, you think about like three, three and a half, four million people dying from just that fine. That stuff's everywhere. Let alone that if it wasn't busted, that that stuff's <laughs> yeah. you know what getting fe- out there. If that many people are using it. I have a friend who has recently had more issues, but he stopped doing drugs because of fentanyl. It's not stopping him anymore, but he's stopped doing drugs uh, for a while, at least a couple years ago. That stuff's too scary. It's in everything. And I'm like, well, that's good then. And he goes, yeah, it got me off of it. Hmm. It didn't last, as most drug addicts have that problem. You kind of root for them to turn it around, but that's scary. Yeah, four four million Arizonans could have been killed. Not, you know, they make it seem like we're all going to take yeah, it. The equivalent. There, but that's, it made yeah. enough to kill four million people, which they keep saying. That stuff's all over the place. So be very careful if you're a drug addict or if you're in the meth business that you're not laced with fentanyl. And to a certain degree, half of me says, go nuts. Let's get rid of that. that pro- let's get rid of that problem. Because, yeah. Again, you could. Uh, I've always said this. You could legalize heroin tomorrow. I'm not doing it. Being legal is not what's going to make me do that. No. Being afraid of Black D has kept me off heroin in a big way because I don't want to go to jail for it. That kept me just, off the pot. Did you just give a precaution to meth producers? Yeah, I did. And then I said, and you could also die. I don't care about either side. I'm indifferent. They're taking precautions anyway? Some. They're not lacing it with fentanyl. You're thinking Heisenberg. I don't think there's any of those. <laughs> there, there are plenty of meth people who are like, I don't want the uh, fentanyl in this. <laughs> like, they're worried about it. But I'm just saying, if you're, cook. if you're on the meth, just, you know, back of the mind, when you have a cogent moment and you're not seeing leeches all over your skin, <laughs> think to yourself, you know, is there fentanyl in this? This could kill me. Well, you're not thinking about it with the meth. And then the other side of me says, go nuts. Because we'll get rid of the problem that way. That's my thought from Joan. Go nuts. Yeah, let him, let him me have, too. That's why I want to legalize uh, all drugs. The people who are doing it are the same ones that will do it. You're not going to have Brady all of a sudden go, Hey, heroin, I was at the heroin store. It's gave legal. It, gave it a run. Right. Brady's <laughs> not going to do heroin. I'm not going to do heroin. I'm not going to do coke. How long's pot been legal in this state? I have not. I've had foot in a dispenser. Plenty of opportunities to do coke. Uh, being in the world of yeah. music and stuff. I have no interest. Zero. Yeah. None. It scares me to death. You can do it if you want to. I think it's dumb. But if you legalize it, it's not. I'm not all of a sudden going, well, it's legal now. That's the only thing that's been keeping me from wanting to chase the dragon around. I'm not doing it. But early, right, like uh, what, what about 20 buddies. years, 25 years ago? 
I had opportunities to do it then. Yeah, I kicked a guy out of my but, car. But I was a lot of that happens during that time. I guess sure. that's what oh, experimentation. That's when a, yeah. yeah, I was more afraid of it then than I am today. I think people who are this is I I truly believe this. I think people who are going to do heroin, the law plays no part in that. I think people who totally. are going to do heroin are going Although, to find a way to do heroin. I will say it does seem to ramp up from making it easier to get heroin yes. is a that's a different steep animal. Deep climb. That's a different beast. Right. That's a different beast. But again, my brain says the stuff that I take They're for trains. pain is heroin, and I don't want to take this. Oh, this is the first shot yeah. I got in, yeah, yeah. in the hospital uh, yeah, they, know, twenty years ago when I was there. Two operations this year, and I was on the pain pills for a week and a half. And I cut myself off because I'm like I can't rely on this anymore. I have well, to just you had your back. I have to just go too. through the pain. Well, that's true too. Your the elk constipation experience probably yeah. stopped you there. That bowling ball I tried to poop out. I was afraid of the light made of wheat thins. Oh, that was the, I can you said you had to when chunk, I think of it. You had to chunk it up and you, and you seem that. confused. Do you not know my story about okay. two guys with no. picks. It's it scrubbed his ceramic toilet. So here's the fun of it. Uh, after my back surgery, I didn't realize I have a propensity with pain pills to get constipated. And when you have back surgery, you're not allowed to push your poop. It just has to happen. Yeah, aren't they supposed to give you stool softeners and all that kind Sometimes of stuff? Sometimes it doesn't work. Okay. One outweighs the other. The reason right. they give you stool softeners is because you get constipated from the pain pills. Okay. So day after uh, I'm from home from surgery, I have like the rumbling in the tummy. And I go in the bathroom, and a uh, Babe Ruth's bat starts to come out of me. You know, the big 40-ouncer? Yeah. It starts coming out, and then it's like, nah, well, maple. I- I don't like light. And it goes and climbs back in. I'm like, oh, Lex Steele. <laughs> this is what it's like. It went in? Why? It's yeah, you're to, imagining yeah. it, Brett. And then I'm like, oh, and my stomach started to hurt. So I laid down, and I got back up a couple hours later, and it was two Lex Steels. And it's like, and they're fighting to leave the elevator at the same time. They get a couple, an inch or two out, and then they go, nah, I don't like light. Back in, it goes, I'm getting banged by my own stuff. The pine tar wouldn't let him out. Then I couldn't sit down because it was so large inside me. I couldn't make the 90-degree angle to sit, so I had to stand in the shower. And I'm like, this will work. And, <laughs> and then and then this giant bull elk puts its head out of my ass. <laughs> and it didn't like the light either, so then it antlers and all goes oh. right back in. I'm like, ah! Sending Megan off to Taco Bell. Go get me coffee and Taco Bell immediately. Just like, let's get everything. I'm taking stools. I put a, a suppository in. Just adding to the granite. I put a suppository out or in, and it came out faster than a bullet. It made a noise when it hit the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, what's bad? So finally, 12 hours of this, I'm standing over the toilet because I can't sit down. And you hear, literally, this is what it sounded like. Coming out of me. Like this weird, dry carcass starts it's poor and it's like oh and it filled it was bigger than the hole of the toilet so when i flushed everything so i had to mash it up with a plunger and it sounded like i was mashing up wheat thins (laughs) 13 happy holidays everybody happy holidays Ah. i gave birth to a 10 pound bull elk and 13 miners. Oh. Same. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. The Peruvian miners oh. were, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> they all came piling out of me. It was awful. Man. It was, I'm not kidding, it was uh, the size of Brady's head. It was, uh, I, I crowned at about 30 centimeters. I'm not sure if that's a real thing or not, but it's it, the most pain I've ever been. I wanted an episiotomy. I thought that would be the most necessary way to get this out. Cut me, Mick. Yeah. Cut me. <laughs> it's no good here, Rock. You're not going to make it. Oh, Mick, you got to get it out of me. You're going to lose this one, Rock. I'm not in your corner. It's a chicken. 
It's an eagle. It Kill was me now. Massive. I bet if you waited, it would would have been. I don't know. I don't want to exaggerate. Three hundred pounds. I think it's something <laughs> like that. About, about that. It was the biggest thing I've ever been part. So that heroin. I'm scared of heroin for that. Because evidently that does that to people. And I'm never going to do drugs like that. That's silly. Are you on ReactDefense.com? Brings you this entertainment drill. The Aston Martin DB5 that was in the Goldfinger. If you're mm-hmm. a James Bond fan, you know which one that one is. Brad? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the Goldfinger. What's the, it's the, the Goldfinger one, movie? Yeah. It's the one yeah. that's in you know all the Sean Connery movies and stuff. It was uh, purchased in 1986 by this guy from New York. Anthony Pugliese, and uh, he bought it for $275,000. Fast forward to 1997, the vehicle mysteriously disappeared from a secure airport in Florida. It's been gone for 25 years. The car has? The car has. They located it. Oh, where? Guy got the uh, serial numbers, and they're able to locate it. It's in the Middle East somewhere. They won't say. Can't quite bring it back. Goddamn (laughs) Al-Qaeda. They can't bring it back? Well, right now they're trying to get the whole thing to get it back, but he bought it for two hundred seventy-five thousand. You know what it's worth now? Twenty-five million. They have to go to like Seal Team Six to get the bond card. Back? I'm not sure. They just it's said it's it. in the Middle East right now. Sense. We have yes. to go through the right. Uh, you know who could find it very easily? To get through it's there. me. It's too bad you don't have the skills to go find my vehicle. You know who would have never lost it? Me. I'd have shot the son of a bitch who even tried to touch that vehicle. Wow, twenty-five million dollars. Yep. That should and be the next James Bond movie. Their story's written already. I was just going to say, that's the best Bond movie in years to go get back the Bond car. You started off the morning talking about albums that were 20 years old. Yeah. Here are uh, some essential albums that turned 40 this year. 1981. Foreigner 4. That seems, um, what was on Foreigner 4? Did they waiting for a Girl Like You. Uh, Jukebox Hero. Urgent. Jukebox Hero was on that? Yep. Fair Warning, Van Halen. They're best for me. You like Fair Warning? I love Fair Warning. No kidding. Yeah. Fair Warning's pretty great. Chains, I still think the first one. Mean the Streets. Oh, man. It's hard to argue yeah. that. The first one, I still go with Van Halen 1. They came out of the gates with that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. One and two. Are... I didn't like two as much. I think I like Fair Warning more than two. But one is just... Fire of Unknown it. Origin, Blue Oyster Cult, Burning for You. That was 81? God, that feels older than that. Yeah. Paradise Theater, Sticks. Was that Best of Times, Worst of Times one? I think it was Blue yep. Collar Man and Renegade. Too Much Time on My Hands. Renegade was on that? Was God, that? I thought Renegade no, was no, no. That was earlier. Yeah. Uh, point of Entry, Judas Priest, heading out, on the, heading out to the highway, <laughs> hot rocking. That album title has a whole new meaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Point yeah. of Entry. Everything he did was to tell us, I'll take it in the bottom. You, you will realize. Journey, I'm, Escape. Of being gay and metal are the same, right? Ah, he's just kidding around. Play more Point of Entry or Turbo Lover. Motorhead's on that one. Ace of Spades. December of 80. Is that right? Yep. So it is. Yeah. So it's hitting its 40. All, what's weird about 40 years old feels about right. Like all the ones you met. I'm like, that seems about right. When you get into 30, and maybe it's just because I was coming out of high school and that's where i was yeah and then you're like man that can't be 30 yet can it but all that foreigner and that stuff most of that stuff i thought was older than that stevie nicks we found out just before the break that she sold her music catalog for 80 million yikes 
Lindsey Buckingham decided to sell his after that. How much? $323 million. How does he have He's got 180 that? songs. Because he was a huge the, writer. No, he, I know, but he did. Yeah. yeah, he wrote Honey for Fleetwood Mac and then... Yeah, she didn't write a ton for Fleetwood Mac. So she just did her solo stuff, basically. Because Fleetwood Mac, he probably owned that. Yeah, not much. Wow. He wrote for a lot of other people, yeah. too. And he, he had the huge. Buckinghams and the stuff before. That's insane. $320 million? 23 Wow, sorry. Just rounded down. Yeah, I know, a three million. I've been doing a lot of rounding up and down. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to three hundred and twenty-three million, you can skip that. You skipped all the rest of the hundreds of thousands. That's also a lot of money. I'm sure there was like decimal point and some change too. Jeez, I don't. Yeah, there's. I didn't. I would have never guessed that. That's pretty amazing. This is exciting. A Golden Girls fan convention is coming to Chicago next year. There's only one left. Golden Con. There's one girl. You're right, John, and they're still working on getting her to show up to the Golden Con. Hundred year old Betty White. The Why? Fault uh, is Golden Con. Thank you for being a fan. Jeez, it's a little late in the game. This is kind of like a, it's like an Eddie Mecca She'll birthday be 100 party. Right? By the time I'm on the time time. silence for that. Yeah, time. you know what? He's right for the big red group. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Let play ball. Uh, guest star producers and other people directly connected to the show will be there. You know, the big ones. <laughs> uh, so tickets go the, on uh... sale beginning of the year. Um, thank you for being a fan.com. Sure. Betty White will be 100 if she yeah. attends. So, so Paul, the Junger Wit Thomas connection of producers will I be at this? I believe so, okay. yeah. We just call it the cash grab fest because yeah. that's all it but is. But for who? I, I don't know. Are they Junger Wit Thomas? They had a huge wild run in the 80s of great shows. They don't need money. Our buddy Ian, he'll probably take a tour of us. Oh, there. he'd go. I'd go to it if there were any Golden Girls to meet. I'd like to see their decrepit skeletons kind of hanging around. Dig them up. That would be a show. The craziest places celebrities have had sex. Made whoopee. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. Right in her on ugly boxing glove face. <laughs> it might have been, but it was on a plane to Thailand. Good for In that. first class under and a blanket. I guarantee you she was facing away or John Legend wouldn't have been able to get hard. Jennifer Lopez. Her face disturbs me, Brady. J-Lo's or? Uh, no, the other one. No, Teague, the boxing glove. Looks like Cleto Reyes should be written on her neck because that thing is a full-out boxing glove. This is a forehead of a pineapple. J-Lo on a balcony outside. Um, Kim Kardashian, a public movie theater. Charlie Sheen, Eiffel Tower elevator. Hey, that's pretty good. Charlie Sheen's? Somebody took the time to call him up and ask him this? That had to be a five-hour conversation. He had nothing else to do. He called yeah. them. Wow. Jenny McCarthy, the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Took it to the base. Is that a euphemism for what they were doing or the actual location? That was the location. Okay. <laughs> so they were riding a donkey? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how that smelled. <laughs> Gerard Butler. She, she was on a. She was on. Yeah, riding after. Riding. <laughs> she was on a donkey for hours. Got to the bottom of a ten-mile hike, and then dropped her drawers. No, thank you. David Hasselhoff is auctioning off the giant replica of himself that was used in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie in two thousand four. The surfboard? No, it's a big replica of him. Oh, because um, he was a surfboard. He was a human surfboard. Yeah. That's so I I'm guess it's basically it's his. Uh, Bust and body. Yeah, it's a surfboard. Yeah, okay. So, so we're right back now, to that. <laughs> the top bit, I couldn't remember. Yeah, uh, he, they I rode remember him. He, 
and he was the Hasselhoff head. So he was like a Viking. It's at one hundred twenty thousand. Right Holy now. crap! Two weeks left. I was about to say I would buy that until you gave the price of one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I would have maybe thrown five hundred bucks at that tops. And they're expecting it to go for somewhere between seven hundred fifty thousand. There it is, and one point five mil. Oh, it's huge. I didn't realize that was that big, but that would be pretty neat to put by your pool. <laughs> that giant <laughs> boat of Hasselhoff next to you. Does it actually float? Not sure. Uh, 14 feet long. Wow. The Germans are allowed to, to uh, bid then because no way this goes to 120 grand with just American bidders. He's They're hoping ex- he'll get 750 to 1.5 mil for I just it. saw that. Yeah. $750,000 yeah. minimum he thinks he's going to pull. I do it if I do it for a real SpongeBob before a Hasselhoff. Right, and you just called me arrogant. <laughs> yeah, how dare I? I apologize. There's a new definition of arrogance. The Hoff's hamburger is worth more than this thing. What are you going to do with that? Like you said, maybe you could uh, put a rope to it and follow it behind the ski boat and do for a million dollars. Hasselhoff tubing. I'm not wrecking it. I know. I mean, his corpse is worth a million dollars. No, it's not. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's, that corpse? That'd be oh, great. Okay, yeah. You Bernie get Kaiser, everywhere. You get uh, Bernie Kaiser's actual corpse. Is he alive still? The guy who played Bernie? Terry Kaiser's his name. Bernie is his name. I don't know. Hmm. I'll get on. He got beat Terry up. Kaiser's bad, yeah, in Just the sequel, yes, too. Brad, don't waste your time. <laughs> Terry Kaiser. K-A-S-E-R. Yesterday, Ricky Schroeder reached the exact age Wilfred Brimley was in the 1985 movie Cocoon. 51. Yeah, that's hard to believe, but Brimley was only 51 in Cocoon, and he was playing like an 80-year-old Retired man. senior. Yeah. He was always a retired senior. He never looked young. And Bernie Lomax is still alive. Is he really? He's still alive. How old is he? Born in 39. Jesus, barely. Yeah. That's tight. He's Terry Kaiser. Yeah. He was a bad guy in Three's Company a few times. Was he? Yeah. He was in Six Pack with uh, Kenny Rogers. Was he? Yeah. Was he dead in that as well? <laughs> no. But he wished he was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the Kenny Rogers movie, <laughs> yeah. for God's sakes, please. Oh, my God. Diane Lane is in Six Pack. Yeah. She's, really? Yeah. You guys Not in a dirty way. She was a youngin. Yeah. This, this, this is a well-known movie? Six Pack? Kenny yeah. Rogers was a fat NASCAR driver, yeah. and he had six kids for no reason. Which that didn't answer they were question. trying to, They were trying <laughs> yeah. to jack his car, and then he just adopted That's all the thieves. Right. That's right. <laughs> this group of orphans tried yeah. to steal his car, and instead of punishing them, he took them in. Yeah. And I guess that was legal in the South back then. If you found them, you kept them. Oh, uh, this sounds like an 80s movie. It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. And it's terrible. And then Stroker Ace was the other one that was... Oh, that was Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a similar kind of when NASCAR was first. Yep. They, we were, they were tapping the vein of the rest of America, saying, "Are they interested or not?" He was in a bunch of Fall Guy episodes. Yeah, he was, he was around. He was around yeah. a lot. Yeah. So anyway, go home. That's your homework, Marcus. Well, uh, watch Six Pack. Watch Six Pack with Kenny Rogers and <laughs> Diane Lane. It holds up. And that was when Diane Lane was no, it hot. <laughs> oh, there's some classic quotes. Like, why the f- am I watching this movie? Oh, no, from me, not from the movie uh, itself. Yeah, just from when I'm watching it. I can't stand it. Yeah. I haven't seen Six Pack since the first time I saw it. And that was one too many times. That was because I was wise enough at age 13 to go, this sucks. <laughs> I haven't seen Godfather, so let me get on Six Pack. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen Godfather, don't waste your time. Yeah, exactly. Six Pack's the way to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot Barry Corbin was in uh, Six Pack, too. Barry Corbin did He's everything. Great, He's though. amazing. He's my favorite part of No Country for Old Men. Yeah. I love that scene. It ain't all waiting on you. That's vanity. Oh, what a line.
From the Lerner and Rose Studios, this is the Big Red Radio. 98 KUPD.